0: Love at all radio Ring crap survivors on this kittens
1: Another edition of Archivists Bet on Sexy, which is a podcast from the geek girls' perspective, and I am the head hauntress. Well, it's been a month since our last show. It was our Halloween show. We talked with about wolves and the madness with Brian Patrick O'Toole, which, by the way, folks, is going to be on again tonight because of (laughs) popular demand. Apparently, you folks really liked him so I asked and he is back, yep. so uh, he's going to guest host tonight. Mm-hmm. So, um, And uh, that was Chosen. They're a Korean band. That was uh, their version of My Favorite Things, which, believe it or not, was a hit this year, in 2020, as a ringtone. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, well, so like even it. ringtones good. can be uh, yeah, a, good. a hit song. So, this is cool. our, these are a few of our favorite things. 2020, we do our year in review show. We do two year in review shows, usually, one is the one we're doing today. And then on our, our premiere of the next season, we do a, a formal countdown of our favorite films of 2020. Uh, this usually is about everything else but film. But tonight, I'm also going to include film. And that is because, well, as you know, to, co- to uh, copy everyone, 2020 was like no other. Other <laughs> other uh, uh, things were a lot different this year. Uh, our routines got rocked for a loop, folks. So we. So I'm including film. I'm including anything that got you through this year. And it is the day before Thanksgiving. It's the 25th of November, 2020. Tomorrow, everyone's going to go get COVID in Turkey. Uh, (laughs) So um, so let's talk, even in a a year like this, there is always something positive to look for. And we're going to talk about those things tonight, ladies and gentle witches. So first, let me introduce my sexy witch panel for the evening. Of course. In my uh, on the in the Pacific Northwest, my enchantress of Nevermore, Portland's own Raven Jasper Hawk. Please welcome yourself to the sexy witches. How you doing, my dear?
2: Welcome mm. me. I uh-huh. am doing fantabulous, Spadoinkle. I'm ready to do Spadoinkle! it. Uh, Spadoinkle. <laughs> I'm here for it. Oh,
1: my goodness. Nice. I know you've been making lists and lists and lists, you were telling me.
2: <laughs> I've got quite a few.
1: Well, we'll a see maker, just in too. case. Yes, yeah, she yeah. is a massive list, na- list maker. So when I ask her to yeah. do something for me, I have to be careful because she'll over plan.
2: And then we won't have time for <laughs> I it. And I that do. actually it happens last
1: favorite things, actually.
2: So <laughs> I think that's right. Makers. Oh, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> I let's didn't try not girlfriend. to have that happen this year. All right, so we'll be back in a minute, Raven. I'm going to bring on the panel because um, everyone's on. So um, Awesome. And a little closer to me on the East Coast in Charlotte, West Virginia. Hey, I got that right. Please welcome hmm. to our show the son of a mayor. Is that right?
3: The prosecutor. The prosecutor. prosecutor. Hey, oh, thanks, the yeah,
1: So congratulations. my
3: brother. It's my brother.
1: Your brother! Oh, Oh. so you are the brother of the prosecutor now in Charlotte, West Virginia, or wherever you are now. Please welcome to the show, Steve, the Wizard of wandling. Oh, thank you. Hey, how is
3: everyone? Hi.
1: Congratulations to your brother on the successful campaign.
3: Thank you so much. It was, uh, it, was, it was either him or someone slightly to the right of Donald Trump um, uh, with, with quite a few ethical violations. So as it is, West Virginia, it was closer than it should have been, but we won. It was good. It's good.
1: That's, that's fantastic. I'm so glad to have you with Thank us. You. And uh, we got to talk a little bit ourselves about Repo Nerds because we got cut off by the balls uh, on our own podcast. So we'll talk about that a little yes, bit on did. the show, but uh, awesome. and I still feel bad about that. But I'll get back to you in a minute, Steve. We got two more people to bring on. Okay. So, all right, so going a little, uh, going back across to the west coast because I am bicostal coastal after all. Down in the southland, in the world of Orange County, please welcome to the show, Captain Pigtails, Aaron Cogan. <laughs> How you doing, sir? <laughs> <laughs> hanging in
4: there. Hanging in there, y'all. Happy, good, <laughs> pre-Thanksgiving to you. All Happy
5: right.
1: Pre-Thanksgiving. Happy pre-Thanksgiving. Happy pre thanksgiving pre thanksgiving Aaron, I don't want to get into sadness, but a year ago, we were in the same situation, and then we had a loss that Saturday. And basically, that kind of started our whole year. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's, I mean... I, I, at, I totally don't want to make this show about... 2020 sucked, but dear God, 2020 sucked.
1: Yeah, but for us, it actually dear started him. to suck in in uh, November of 2019, and it kept going. It didn't stop. Yeah. I mean, and Steve right. also had a problem too. Yeah. When, you know, it, we we'll, we'll go into that. We, our year <laughs> a review show is going to be like the log ride at Knott's Farm. Up, down, <laughs> lots of turns in the dark. So. Nicely uh, you, said. Yeah. Now, going to Chicago, my boy up in the cold, but not doing so bad up there. Please welcome to the show our guest host this evening, back by popular demand, producer, writer, and director, Patrick Brian O'Toole. Welcome back to Sexy Witches.
0: Happy New Year.
1: <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for us pagans, it is the New Year, so you got to remember that. No, that's I am I'm it. Yeah, thank Plus,
6: you. I'm not oh, getting no. out of bed until yeah. then. So <laughs> here I am. So,
0: did somebody say ed- ethical violations? Ethical
6: violations?
1: Did violence. I hear oh, someone
6: no. mention ethical violations?
1: Steve did. That was you, the the, re- the guy running against yeah. his brother.
6: Oh, because yeah. That's <laughs> my drag name.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's perfect. So I that's was a like, really oh, good show. Am name?
6: I on? Well, wait a minute. <laughs> did I dial the wrong number? Good. <laughs>
0: no, I oh, it. we we All have
6: Queens right.
1: on quite a bit on this show. Uh, as a matter of fact, the yeah, regular sure. Janessa. What's up, Janessa? She's uh, I she's didn't... probably listening tonight. She well, comes on every week as well.
6: they so. are the spice of life.
1: Oh mm-hmm. my God. Oh, and, and anyone, folks, Janessa, shameless plug uh, for her, uh, she sells jewelry for Black Friday, and it's off the chains. and she also does a calendar, oh, so uh, Black Friday, go to her website, and buy shit, okay?
0: Uh, well, <laughs> so. Buy shit.
1: Buy shit. Buy stuff. <laughs> buy Buy local... You know, that's one thing about, I will say, um, one of my favorite things of 2020 is that it became a necessity to shop online.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: because of that, I think in some ways, it was the way a lifeline for local businesses and smaller companies. And a lot of them were able to keep alive because of the Internet. So, everyone, props to the Internet for keeping us alive during 2020. (laughs)
3: What do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't have this a lot. Of- See now, I didn't.
6: I I would have known that there was anything going on because I never leave my apartment.
0: Right. <laughs>
6: <laughs> like Same. when you when you when you're working and you're a writer, I just you know I ordered in. It wasn't until people started wearing masks. I'm like, hey, that's cool. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen,
6: listen, I cannot cannot be worried about a COVID. There's something else that's darker and more sinister than anything COVID could pop up, and that's the fact that um, Justin Bieber is lonely. Did you see that video? (laughs) God, I can't
0: get happy. I'm sorry.
6: I I cannot get happy anymore.
1: Uh, well, uh, yeah, not, not we're no not letting him into the U.S.
4: Either, still, actually. right?
1: I didn't know he was, I knew he had broken up, but I didn't know he was lonely. Oh, yeah. It, you got to
6: see the video for that song.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I know it got nominated for a Grammy.
4: Well,
6: uh, well obviously, yeah. that doesn't work Did anymore. Trump
4: pardon him? <laughs> no. Is, probably, is he's still not allowed in the U.S.? <laughs> uh, I don't
1: want to get morbid here, but, um, you know, Everyone's focusing on these pardons, but do you know that he's also about to execute 16 federal prisoners on death row?
4: And he yeah, just said today he that he wants to bring back the firing squad.
1: Yeah, he's you know. actually set the order, and it'll be the most people put to death in a lame duck session gonna... ever.
4: Oh, <laughs> pretty amazing! Hey. This is why I'm bringing yeah. back the old ones.
1: Going out with Going. a bang, you motherfucker. Um, well, that, so. As it were. Yeah, so. Uh, if, if, if he that's gets his different. way,
4: you know, if he gets to bring back the firing squad. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. in some
1: places there still are firing squads. I thought there was a couple of states that yeah. still use them.
3: I didn't remember Utah, Utah yeah. kept it. Yeah, yeah it, they, they like to shoot people. The Mormons do. They like to just shoot. Yeah.
1: Them. Well, yeah. I mean,
3: it works, yeah. it's yeah.
1: effective.
6: Yeah. yeah, it is. You know what? don't Don't speak bad about the, the Mormons. I love the Mormons. Oh, no,
0: you I, can love hand them I love a... the Mormons, too. Don't <laughs> because,
6: get me wrong. Because, okay? well, wait, me...
5: wait. Because you,
6: you can hand them any rock and say, here, it's for you. So they're fun <laughs> to play with. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah.
0: but, the, the Mormons have them.
1: a huge temple here in Maryland, and so we go every year for the Christmas display. It's actually pretty awesome. So uh, hmm. yeah, uh, it's right, Aaron. It's it's literally yeah. a, a half block from Sheila's house.
6: And another secret: they're very tasty. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, well, it's
1: those those eyes. They're just so bright and cheery. Oh, no wonder you want to well, suck them yeah. in, right? <laughs> what else comes from
6: the door to door? Magical.
5: I, I wonder if they're going to allow sure. people
1: inside the the they, they, they um decommissioned the cathedral right now because they're doing repairs because once it's consecrated women can't walk in and neither can non-believers but right now you totally could right. and COVID totally killed that like we had a chance to walk inside and I didn't get to go in because of COVID Aww. so, so and I don't know what's going to happen during Christmas if they're going to have their festivities or not they might not because you can't really social distance so have you been anyway. in a
4: temple before?
1: I've never been in the temple. I, no.
4: Have you seen I, the big ones? Have these dioramas with mannequins, and oh, it's, <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. I, I would
1: you. love to go. the The visitor center is cool because it has a a big statuary of, of Jesus, and the painting behind it is this like science fictiony planetary starscape with Kolob in the center, which is the planet that Jesus lives on. Uh, it's actually pretty cool.
4: <laughs> I, I hate to be that guy, but I think co-op, not the planet, but the sun that the planets revolve around that they live on, and the, everyone gets their own
2: planet.
1: Uh, you might I be said, right about that. I, I'm not 100% it. sure, but
2: I thought co If you're white, was... you, do, you do not get your own planet if you are not white.
4: Right, right. Well, they had that whole thing where blacks didn't have souls up until they were about to lose their tax-exempt status. And then God told the president of the church that. no no, they totally we were told black souls oh, we really got, they got, no. Totally got the souls
1: yeah they actually yeah. uh they uh approved African Americans <laughs> <laughs> entering the uh the uh Mormon church with no explanation in nineteen
2: seventy eight so right. they
1: just they just did it. they just changed <laughs> their minds about
2: black people, as Trey <laughs> Parker and Matt yeah. stone say, yeah, hmm. Yep, are they of the same not, religion. Yeah. Does it the
6: religion that thinks that the Flintstones is a documentary? Which one is that?
0: Flintstones uh, is a documentary. Okay.
6: Who thinks that? I, I know there's that the a a
5: right
6: a oh, that's a Heaven's Eight documentary right now. Oh, not it. The Flintstones it's not out
0: yet.
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't know
0: what that is. <laughs> Mm-mm.
1: I don't know either, but I'm, I'll have to go look that up. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> find it
1: well i'm glad to have everyone here and we might have a guest caller come in a little bit later to say what's yeah. up but if we all can right. all yeah. go back into our memory banks can we do this i know it's not gonna be easy and remember january oh, can we remember oh january
4: yeah because
1: yeah. it doesn't i mean yeah, was- january feels like a lifetime ago
4: 3. Oh, that was that, that was
1: the that, was the,
6: impi- that yeah. was the impeachment shit show, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, there was the impeachment the, going on, yeah. which wasn't very yeah. exciting. I was trying to think that yeah. there was like one big movie release out in January because there's always a January gem out there, but I really honestly don't remember. I think it might have been Birds of Prey. That was the last film I saw yep. in the theater. Ooh. What's
4: Optimistic the Hedgehog? I actually enjoyed that. <laughs>
1: that was it the surprise hit was sonic the hedgehog oh I love, little yeah, little I love that i love that so um, i didn't it just, see it i didn't see it either and I, I need to actually but i know mm-hmm. it was a hit uh jim carrey had a surprise comeback with it um right if i remember it, right it, and, it, uh, so uh, we are gonna talk about film because you know, after all, it was kind of crazy uh so my my January started uh like it always does the last couple of years sick, and this sick was not a normal sick. I still to this day think I had Covid in January because i mm. it, I had the flu three separate times last year, um once in September, once in November december uh right around uh right after Thanksgiving. And then again in January and the one in January was a fucked up fever. Everything tasted like metal. I couldn't breathe. I didn't even get my lung capacity back until March. Um, and, but when I took the antibody test, I was negative. Now I took it in August. And so they're saying that the antibodies could actually possibly deteriorate after three months, your immunity. So I don't know
0: yeah.
1: one way or right. another,
0: yeah.
1: but I was mad sick. Um, and I was so worried about it because I had two big events coming up, and I did get them in. I am so thankful that the stuff that I had planned, save one, Starship, cel- Star Wars Celebration, <clears throat> was, yeah. in Jan- was in January and February. and Oh, so, uh, yeah, um, I think
0: I
5: got to do that.
1: So did anybody do anything in January and February they were thankful for before I get into February and my one and only horror convention?
2: I did. Ah, that was the last time I was, was on stage. Ah, ah.
5: Before
2: the theaters started. We did the last live show, and then um, the, the show the next show was just about to open. Uh, when our company had to sh- shutter the doors. So everything is kind of transitioning still to online, but um, that's almost the longest I've gone without doing any theater. Um, so I'm very wow. thankful I got to do some this year. Uh,
4: that, that's,
1: that's good. Anybody rough. else has something? That was awesome.
4: Thanks. Nothing Not that I did in January, oh, wow. but um, I was going to mention that... Uh, The final episode of The Good Place was in January, way back then. And I really, I I thought The Good Place was a great series and a lot of fun, but I thought the way they wrapped it all up was really above average, especially for a sitcom. I thought the ending of uh, The Good Place was one of the best endings of a show, a network show.
1: (laughs) I I still haven't seen last season. Don't tell me, but I do want to say no, no. Add to that and say that as a presence at San Diego Comic Con, they were a friggin' delight.
2: Yes. Oh nice. no. <laughs> that makes me happy. Yeah, they me were too.
1: the best. They did two separate installations two years in a row and the first one was a cafe.
0: Right. Oh wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. yeah. So what about Chicago? Did you have anything cool to do out there in the cold? And the waters of Lake Michigan before uh, everything got weird. <laughs> uh,
6: no, it started off crappy. I had I had a move, which was a pain oh. in the butt in the middle of January. Oh. Yeah, I had a move, yeah. and uh, yeah, no, I have nothing good to say about this year. At all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. no, I'm glad we had jobs.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you, you were on our show. That's one good thing. Yeah,
4: that was that's that, that's actually on my list of good things for the year. Is actually getting to to hear you in person, uh, not just talk with you through Facebook and what have you. Um, that that was definitely a highlight. And Natalie would kill me if I didn't say on her behalf, uh, hello, and she's sorry she missed you, but she's having dinner with her brother tonight. <laughs> Oh, that's nice.
6: But Aww. I would still drive a stake through the year's heart. <laughs> yeah, it's,
4: it's, Amen. It, it, it,
6: it's not good. It's, it's, not, it's good. not good. But go on. Go on. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, all right. So let's move on to February. And re- and February was a big month for the sexy witches. Uh, that was my last um horror convention that i did it was days of the dead atlanta uh not only is it probably the last one i was going to do it was also nathan hamilton's probably his last one he was going to do and he was turning 40 he's the son of sally lloyd uh regular on the show and a good friend matter of fact i'm going to his house for thanksgiving this year of all things <laughs> so, I'm, Aww, gonna so cool. um, <laughs> I'm gonna risk a plane <laughs> during covid to go see them. so um but i figure wow. if i fly, fly on thanksgiving day in the evening everyone will be already at their destinations. So i'll be okay
2: so okay nathan i guess my invitation got lost in the mail but sorry i can't make it it's too late uh-oh. notice but oh, <laughs> oh but it's uh, fine
1: I I did, I I worked a couple panels and I got to do the uh, um, uh, make a horror, uh, like, you know, how to make your first horror film panel, which I found interesting because I'm like, I I, I let off the panel saying, look, we can't tell you how to make one. Go fucking do it. (laughs) You know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fuck up. Go and make it if you think you know what you're doing. And so instead of having people talk about, even though we did talk some tech and stuff, um, it was really more about anecdotes about making their first film and like things that happened or actors and having problem with actors and having problems with cameras, you know, and money. Because it's always when you have an indie film budget panel, there's always talk about money. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, you know, one yeah. Day, um, but it was a pretty good panel. Uh, Richard Tanner was on it. Um, who's regular on the show as well. And, um, uh, oh, and then I met good. Seth Seaman, who mansplained me on my own panel, <clears throat> but he's still an nice <laughs> I knew <it>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but, uh, you know, and the rest of the crew, it was, a, it, it was, it was good show. Um, it, Days of the Dead has gone corporate the last couple of years, uh, and so, uh, so the vibe is not as intimate as it used to be. And a lot of regulars aren't going to it. You know, you could kind of tell it was waning, but it was still a lot of people. And a lot of people were giving it a last hurrah. And there was a shooting outside. Someone actually was shot right. at the nightclub across the street. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I was outside for that shit. I was there.
4: God. <laughs> I was yeah. god. Yeah.
1: It was. uh, I wore a dress that made everyone want to touch me, which is not something I want people (laughs) to do usually. Um, I was still married at the time, so I wasn't like, you know, don't touch me. You know, it's always an odd touch, though, because they know they can't touch your boob or your arm, right? Because that would be inappropriate. So they touch the small of your back, thinking that's okay, but it's really not.
3: It has to feel creepy, too, right? That's a weird yeah, creepy kind, you of know. kind of
1: feeling. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's kind of like it jars you and you're like, okay, but you don't want to make a big deal about it, but you know, because if you punch them in the face, that's worse, right? So, yeah. uh, But at the same time, it was fun. I liked the attention a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, sure. I just got to wear less dresses. <laughs> I don't normally wear dresses. But for some reason, when I do, people go. The boys go mad. I don't know. So anyway, but um, it was a really—it <laughs> was, was a kid. lot of fun. Um, I I I miss media conventions. I was supposed to go with Aaron to Star yep. Wars celebration this August, and we didn't get to yep. go. Uh, so that that was it that was my only horror convention um, the, before I get into the FP though because I got another big thing to talk about year in the field is there anything someone wants to add about what they did in February
2: or remember mm-hmm. no? <laughs> I remember nothing else <laughs>
1: You
0: no,
2: know I mean <laughs> yeah. we remember all... about
1: February. I, I, I told you it feels like a year, like not even a week. say it's a year ago, but it feels like it's been a hundred years ago. Have you seen that movie yeah. *Endless*? That's an independent film.
0: From...
1: Okay, I highly oh, recommend it. it was directed by the same guy who did *Spring*, and I know y'all seen that. Um, at least I know Raven seen *Spring*, right?
3: Yeah. Is this a yeah. movie? movie? It's a time
1: loop movie, yes. Yes. I I feel like that 2020 is endless. We're in this endless time loop that just keeps, so it's like, even though we're passing through time, we keep going over the same time loop over and over again, and we're not really progressing. That's what 2020 feels like to me. Like, it feels like it's been forever, yet it's the same, like, it still feels like March, you know? (laughs) So,
4: Yeah. 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 But we four seven but months March. of March right now, yeah. yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, no, it's still March. Um, so, uh, I had two big things happen to me, even though my well, the personal life, we'll get to that when it gets to it. But when it comes to my my podcasting and professional life, I had two important things happen in January and February. Jill Six filmed The Stylist in February, yeah. in January, February, and got it in the can. And myself and Aaron flew to LA, and well, he's already in LA, but I flew to him, and we went up to um to the Fraser Park, and we filmed the FP three and the FP four sequels, which I am a producer on. Uh, and I was an associate producer on the stylist, uh, but I am actually a producer producer on on those films. And uh, we uh, and and Aaron was born into the world of Captain Pigtails. Which <laughs> if you watch the trailer. You'll see him as Captain Ticktail. It's amazing. Uh, general to you, actually. Um, but, um, sure. I, <laughs> but that was one of the most, like, hardest shoots I've ever done, yet at the same time, one of the most rewarding shoots. Because no one was whiny bitches on that set. But, boy, was this so fucking cold. Oh, and my God. And freaking
4: wet. It rained like a motherfucker.
1: Yeah, you know, we got stuck oh. in the rain. It was freezing. There was snow on the ground sometimes. Uh, it, it it was a rough shoot. Yet we got the shit in the can, and that is what matters. Because and everyone was after, cool
4: and everyone was professional. You're absolutely oh right. Oh my
1: god! And, and, and considering everyone there, a lot of, like about, I would say, uh, two thirds of them were never been on a film set before. And as you know, when you're outdoors shooting all day. Uh, sitting on a rock becomes a normal thing Um, and none of them complained about it none of them no one was upset uh, about the conditions, everything Uh, the food was plentiful this time which was good because last time food wasn't as plentiful. Um, (laughs) I always believe if you're going to not pay your actors at least feed them, Uh, though some people got to pay on this Um, Mike, Mike Lee became assistant director, a friend of mine and he was probably the busiest Person on set, and he even got to learn. He did piracy. everything. Yeah. Um, so that was Jesus. incredible. Um, this The costuming is amazing. Again, uh, a lot of people really went out this time for the costuming. Uh, you know, it, it it's funny because the, the smaller the budgets get on these movies, the bigger they look. <laughs> 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 that's kind of incredible. Because huh. they had a decent budget for the first movie, and then Beats the Rage had a okay budget and they made their money back but you know every, every one gets a little bit less money uh, so uh, mm-hmm. so and the trailer dropped uh for that so if you want to see the the, um, the fp3 trailer it's out um and um I also attended in September FP Fest, which was a virtual festival uh, for the FP universe. And that was actually a really big success. And I managed panels online for the first time. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, nice. It was called Steady Stream. I highly, highly recommend the app Steady Stream, it is the best interface, Facebook interface. I have I have worked with so far. Um, it was absolutely wonderful. You could hmm. throw people's uh, chats on the screen and you could read them in real time. It wasn't just the thread running through on the right on the chat bar. You could actually throw it up uh, and you could have multiple people on like Zoom on on except for it wasn't as tinny as Zoom gets. Uh, it, it uh, yeah, do that. So look up that one. Uh, steady, it was like steady live steady stream uh it's got a duck on as a logo. you can find it online so um so yeah. the fp shoot was a huge success um even if it was cold as fuck and um <laughs> and then march hits um march hits actually i should go back january there was a horror on the 10th my father-in-law fell and broke his hip uh so uh, in March, he finally is coming, uh, the COVID thing. We as a matter of fact, when I was in California with Aaron, the first cases of COVID had just arrived in San Francisco up north. In the, in the, and so it hadn't hit L.A. yet. Um, and we got out just before it started to spread in no. California. Um, they discharged him in March early because they knew that this pandemic was on its way there. And so I invited the 19-year-old daughter of my best friend to stay with us in March. And uh, (laughs) let's just say now I'm a divorced woman and a single mom. (laughs) So here that, that is the beginning of COVID was the end of my marriage. And um, there's some interesting positive things that came out of that that we'll get into in a few. But before I go into the doom and gloom that the rest of 2020 was for everybody involved in the coronavirus hit, is there anything we want to say positive before we get into a little bit of darkness?
4: About (laughs) the whole year or just the start? Both. Uh, Oh oh, There was a lot of of stuff for the year.
1: Yeah, well, we'll 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 get you know, farther into the year. We can also get more detail-y, too. Um, yeah.
4: So, no, here, jump into the darkness. Do it.
1: Okay. Well, before the yeah, darkness, I will say that the last film I saw in the theaters before COVID was Birds of Prey. Real quick, what was your films? We'll start with Brian.
6: I saw Sonic the Hedgehog.
2: Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Oh, How about Raven? Nice. I'm sorry. The last film I saw in the theater. Yeah, if you saw one. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. I know I walked to, it would have been in the second run theater that the Academy I can walk to. Um, You know, actually, I think the last thing I saw was the uh, director's cut of Apocalypse Now. Hey.
1: I've seen that in the theater. It's amazing. Yeah. Turn it on. All right. And uh, Steve, what about you?
3: Uh, mine was either uh, I can't remember. It was the same weekend. It was either Birds of Prey or The Way Back, the Ben Affleck one. Uh, <laughs> but I now I have been to a the movie theater twice since lockdown. So
1: I have too. We'll get to that in a few. So I've been oh, nice. I've been to the but, yeah. theater. Times since actually not having the drive-in Which I want to talk about drive-ins At some point tonight but Because that's a positive thing That's come out of the coronavirus Is drive-ins uh, no. But um, Aaron what about you What was your last film in the theater
4: um, I think it was probably Something retro At the the Frida Which is the last surviving yes. independent My California. favorite Yeah the Frida rules
1: Well so we all got something in right before COVID and then COVID kicked in what March 13th was our initial lockdown here in Maryland. Um, And then we were, you know, that was our, what we called phase one where everything was closed, everything, movie theaters, restaurants, bars, the whole bit. Um, And I was told, by the way, you're essential. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to work through all of this. Um, And we're not talking about like, a small business with about a handful of people. No, I work in a huge office with, with hundreds. There was like 300 people in this building and the first three weeks we had 300 people in that building and no personal protective equipment of any kind. And we're talking about a lab with and we were shortages. Everything that was existed of that yeah. nature was being given to the lab geeks because there was a shortage. And unfortunately the medicines have to keep going. We're a 24 hour manufacturing yeah. operation. So, um, so the rest of us were like, we were stretching out hand sanitizer as much as we could. Uh, mm. You know, we were, uh, you know, we'd get them, we'd get a couple masks. We'd put them in our desk. You're supposed to wear two a day. Uh, Most of us were not doing that, and we were, and we had, we had it okay. We were not the healthcare workers on the front line dealing directly with COVID people, and they were dealing with the same problems. So that's why so many of them got sick and died in that first initial uh, wave of COVID, uh, because there was just that first three weeks. I think was the most terrifying of this whole lockdown, because without being able to protect it. Uh, protect yourself, and there was people everywhere, and they didn't weren't social distancing wasn't quite a norm yet, and wearing mat we were early on the masks, but there was wasn't any. The toilet paper run happened. I don't know if y'all <laughs> did anybody get stuck in the shortage toilet paper roll shortage?
0: Yep,
6: not uh, not tight. I, I had I to got, come
4: back uh, multiple times to get stuff I needed, but yeah. eventually everything was okay
1: yeah <laughs> we we, uh, we had toilet paper but it always came for a couple of weeks it came down to the really cheap roll of four for <laughs> 79 cents which basically is yeah. barely tightly wa- barely wound on the roll and you know you just wipe your butt and okay. half of it's gone and uh, we had to stretch that okay. shit out for a while but after that everything was okay uh, <laughs> but uh you know uh <laughs> It, it, it was it was kind of hairy except for the traffic. I will tell you, commuting to work right at the beginning oh. of COVID was awesome. There was nobody out there, and I just was like going <laughs> up the highway and driving around. I was like, yeah, because I have I hate driving, so having nobody around was good. Um, <laughs> so. That was the positive thing. And I heard actually people were saying that about LA and the highways. Like they'd never oh, yeah. seen them empty. Yeah.
4: Very much.
1: It was crazy. Same. So, so uh, you know, so this is all going on and I'm like, oh, what are we going to do and everything? And, you know, and then of course um, shit hit the fan in my family life um, starting it, it already was starting in April, but May, Mother's Day was really well, the Mother's Day weekend is the day, it was the weekend that my marriage actually fell apart. Um, and up to that point, things weren't so bad. Uh, you know, I, it, what I was doing to keep myself occupied now, like uh, for in that first few weeks was lots of dominoes, lots and lots of dominoes. And I love dominoes. So it was actually a really good thing. And of course, Dominoes, and there was a 420 on 2020. I don't know if everyone <laughs> really remembered that. So that was kind of a big deal. So uh, what what was people doing during that first six weeks of the uh, pandemic?
2: I got really um, laid <laughs> off.
1: Well, yeah, well, yeah,
2: same, I'm pretty much. I'm on but hold. The people were home Saturday. though. you were doing
1: something, right? I mean,
2: did you pick up?
0: embroidery
2: (laughs) like Like at first I was able to do like a lot more exercising and going on walks and stuff and I felt like I had a pandemic schedule down (laughs) and then um, we're still in phase one in the county I'm in in Portland um, Multnomah County is in another lockdown we're in phase one we have another uh, the last time the governor spoke she gave us a minimum of 30 more days um, and then like It doesn't take long for depression Especially if you're someone who's already depressed To come swimming Back and forth and if you're already Losing days from that who even Knows when stuff like this happens But I feel like when things first started I, I felt like I got this this will be exactly the same As everything else and it definitely Is not it's still um, yeah. flows. So It still has been definitely what, does
1: so, uh, anything besides getting laid off, did anybody else actually, like, what were they doing to keep themselves occupied?
3: The first six weeks, I actually, the, fir- the first six weeks of the pandemic, when I uh, think about it, that's when I and my girlfriend and I met and started, uh, which led to us going out.
5: Uh, oh. So,
3: that, that happened when I think of that, um, but I, they, the the governor of our state, For his rich lawyer friends, I guess he declared all the all lawyers, period, were essential, and so uh, we never closed. It just kept going as usual, and you know it was just less people around. But uh, other than just feeling like existentially, you know, dreadful all the time, it was just it was kind of weird. It was like a twilight zone version of the same day. That's yeah. kind
1: of true for me, too, because, I mean, I was doing the exact same job I always do, yet everything was doom and gloom. And now there's all these, um, over the over the course of the summer, they've been changing the, the format, because we're in an open plan office also, so you're staring no. at everybody, and that's not good for social distancing. Oh. Uh, there's one, one cafeteria in the whole building for 300 people. Wow um you know oh I, I i actually got a hot pot and some uh cup of noodles and took them to the office because I, I i would not go anywhere near the cafeteria even now I, I i only go in there and uh get for vending food and i'm out and then i all my hand the shit out of my hands and cards before i eat because so that touching surfaces <laughs> you know so uh yeah. you know it's uh yeah, you know, so yeah, it's exactly now there's like plastic up and all the part all the all the all the office space and everyone has visors and you know, we're mm. we're much much different situation now. Um um but uh it, it it was uh let's see, that's March, April and then May hits. May was hell for me because that's once again on May on May 4th. Uh, my marriage fell apart of, 20, of 19 years, 29 with the same guy and my Aaron's cousin, first cousin. Uh, yeah. so, so, Aaron, you're one of my favorite things because we're still friends. Thank you. Aww.
0: Uh,
1: Thank so, you. I mean, I could have lost a lot of people in this and I lost a few, but not everyone. Um, Aaron mm-hmm. Marie was one of those casualties, unfortunately, who is a co-host on this show. Um, so she's no longer here, but believe me, there's a reason. Um, and, uh, (laughs) you know, so that was all going on. I was in hotel rooms for the first part of May. I was actually not at home. I, even though it wasn't me, um, I was the one that got kicked out. Basically I had to leave the house Mm. and so but here's the interesting thing. I was in a for the first hotel room I stayed in was not so great. It was an extended stay, and there was a, a a hooker. And I don't have anything against hookers, but she was rather loud. And it got to the point that I could tell when she was actually enjoying it or when she was faking it. Uh, oh So wow. yeah, and it was. <laughs> and on a Friday night, she had up to four Johns. So it it got busy in that room. Um, (laughs) so that was what was going on but on that first week i wrote down all the movies i saw in my entirety because i didn't have a streaming service i had cable so i um wrote down i i don't know why i just wrote down all the films i ended up watching at some point and i have the list here i'm gonna read it to you because i looked it up um And this actually helped me. This is a very therapeutic movie um, to watch when you're going through a divorce and and a fallout. Something's Gotta Give with uh, Jack Nicholson. Um, The Holiday, which isn't very good, but it does have Jack Black in it. Uh, Paradise Falls, which is this weird dystopian movie. I don't know. It's it's really, really weird. Uh, Mean Girls, which, by the way, still is amazing. Um, I saw Maze, one of the Maze Runner sequels, but I can't honestly tell you which one it is. And um, Kill Bill Volume One, which is also very therapeutic when you're going through a divorce. Uh, so, uh, so those were the movies I ended up watching in the first week of me uh, separating from my husband, or him leaving me, actually, in this case. Uh, so. Uh, so that was, that was uh, the um, something got to give of, of all of them. I forgot it. That movie is almost good. Like the script is, is halfway decent. Um, the chemistry between the characters is cracking. Uh, Keanu Reeves has never been more hot in a movie and huh. that movie, he is super hot. <laughs> like, like, and I'm saying, like, I'm a huge fan of Keanu Reeves in any way, shape or form. And he's going to come back up later. Um, But, yeah, he looked awesome in that movie. I was like, oh, yeah, late 90s piano. We're all about that. (laughs) Uh, So um, (laughs) so that was – so my my May, I ended up not doing much. But there was one oasis, even with the hell going on, even with the sadness and the anger and the frustration and all this stuff, my ex and I would stop what we're doing on Wednesday night at 10 o'clock and turn on FX and watch – what We Do in the Shadows, absolutely, <laughs> my favorite thing of 2020, yeah. so season two was <laughs> glorious, uh, season one was great, yeah. season two was better, um, I, I, it, was, it was just like, it was like a respite, like that half hour was like a moment of pause and glory, and even my daughter, the evil genius, was watching the show, I mean, it, it was oh, that good. It. Uh, did oh, yeah. anybody else watch it? Oh
2: yeah, I, I haven't finished it yet, lips. but I'm oh, part God. way through.
1: Well, finish it. It's great. Uh, I will.
3: <laughs> it's good. It is crazy uh, good. I crazy think Jack,
4: good. Jackie Daytona and, and Mark Hamill guest starring <laughs> was probably my favorite. But uh, there were I, there wasn't a loser in the the whole season.
1: No, and you're it, right. It, it, can it, it can might be, be
4: stronger than season one. It
1: it it, it, I it think was. So. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, is that Brian?
6: No, 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 I, I, I've seen it. I've seen the show, sure.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're still your typewriter, right? Or do you use a typewriter or do you use a computer when you write?
5: Who
6: me? Yeah, you. Oh, sorry. There's so many voices. I didn't know which one. Yeah, no, I use a computer. (laughs) Uh, okay. I've used the computer before there were computers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I, like, yeah. I I love I love computers so much more than typewriters. I I learned on one of those big heavy typewriters you could kill someone with, but you have to like <laughs> back your back up by one button, tink tink tink, and then use the white strip of paper, tink tink tink, to yeah, fix it. Oh no! Like I'm now, all delete, about
6: technology.
1: Delete. I can't go back to that. Nope, can't no. go back
6: to type electric typewriters, no way.
1: <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I still use I write the madness in long hands still, um, when I'm working on it first before I actually put it on the computer. So my draft oh, yeah, my rough draft is often handwritten.
6: Yeah, I, I only I, I start off with handwriting. I can't think mm-hmm. and type. I can think and write, mm-hmm. but I can't think yeah, and type. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: So, um, so let's see. That was that was May, May, and normally we'd be getting all excited because May would have been. I canceled the podcast at that point because I just didn't have the energy or time right. to work on it. And I also want to apologize to Steve because we have our side podcast, and unfortunately we only got one episode in this season. And I'm really, wow. really, True. really
3: sorry, Steve. You know what uh, you do? Uh, I it, we'll get more in. I'm looking forward to doing more. That's what I'll say. No apologies, we had, necessary.
1: We had slated out some really good episodes too, all with the yeah. surrealness bent to them. And I was going to finally do yep. the Twin Peaks episode with you, and and oh, uh, right on. So I, was, I, I really sad.
3: So, we can definitely it's but, out but
1: there. Just, It'll happen. We saw three really awesome movies though in uh, Repo Nerds, and this was back in January. We saw what was it? We saw Cabin Boy, Monkey Bone, <laughs> and what was what was the third film? Oh my God! Gosh, I was like,
3: film. It was so good. I, oh my God.
1: Yeah, you you hadn't seen two of the movies. Um, oh my God. Now I don't actually know. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Hold on, because first of all, I still that? I still will die on the hill that that um. That uh, uh, Cabin Boy is a good movie. Uh, so, uh, wow. you know. Right. I, I actually do think it's good. Monkey Bones is actually be better than fun. give it credit for. Oh, Eric the Viking. That was the third film. Oh, and Popeye. We actually yeah. saw four films. We saw Popeye. Oh,
0: right on.
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause, yeah Robin Williams. I thinking of Popeye, too, the Robert Altman. So I, I always really liked that movie, actually.
1: Yeah, I, I was that looking was at, episode. like, our films almost weird as cats. That's what – oh, yeah, that's right, because of cats. That's why we did these really weird films as <laughs> cats. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was because... Popeye, Eric the Viking, Cabin Boy, and Monkey Bone. So we ended up – that was our yeah. first episode, which normally we only do two or maybe three films, but because it was the opening episode, we did four. And we And, yeah, and I hope that we we do – bring it back up cuz i really want to do the house salo episode we were talking about um and yeah, i really want to too. finish the twin peaks episode um and you know but i have more time to binge twin peaks you know
3: so <laughs> uh, and, i um, lost going to do topo holy mountain
1: yeah that's right we what were going to we do gonna holy do mountain i think so we, we were. were we were going to do a jordanoski yeah,
3: uh, yeah, we had a lot That'd of great really cool.
1: stuff we were going to do. I really think we should still we do, do it.
3: I do too. I'm totally there.
1: Yeah. So we'll talk about that in the future. Um, but, um, yeah, so I cut, I canceled after, after, uh, you know, right in the beginning end of April, early May, I canceled the podcast cause I just didn't have the energy or time for it. And I, I wasn't honestly home with a good Wi-Fi access. So, uh, I couldn't do it. And it was actually an affordability issue for a brief time. I thought I was going to actually have to drop the podcast completely um, because of the expense. Um, I think I can afford it. So we're okay for now. Um, But um, so, you know, so now we're at the summer and this summer was supposed to be filled with a tool tour and a bunch of reunions. Rammstein was coming through all these amazing oh. bands are coming back through.
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and we also had the, the Olympics. The Mega
4: Tour was going to be playing Comic-Con.
1: Yeah, and all um, of that went away. Bye-bye. Gone, gone. No, it's gone.
0: Still hurts. But, but
1: yeah. there was one amazing thing that survived. And this is what I want to talk about. Drive-in movies. Drive-in theaters were a saving grace to the summer. The ones that existed, the pop up ones that happened. A lot of indie theaters popped up, uh, outdoor outdoor fi- uh, films. A lot of retro movies got played. Yay for fathom events! You just you gotta mm-hmm. love them. Uh, yeah. And. I actually went to the drive-in a couple of times this summer. Um, I was so excited to see that everyone, like all the people were, were rediscovering the drive-in movie, uh, which is something that I love. I, I used to go as a kid to the drive-in film uh, theater. I saw Eye of the Tiger in the 70s at the drive-in. I saw a Kentucky Fried movie, and I think I saw a screen oh. of Star Wars at the drive-in at one point. Uh, you know, yeah. so, and this was all back in the day. So, uh, uh, so I, I've always been a huge proponent of the drive-in. We've talked about it on the show before. Um, so, but people were going. People were actually going to the drive-in because honestly, there wasn't anything else to do. <laughs> so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, all right. all the sports had been canceled. Unfortunately, Raven, no summer theater for you, which mm-hmm. is terrible. Right?
2: That's my, my jam time- too. Like I'm used to working all summer long on shows. Just back to back, Um, and especially when I used to do outdoor theater, and you're in Portland, it's all gonna be in the summer because every other month it's raining. But yeah, even the outdoor theaters, you couldn't do that.
1: The the, um, my daughter had a principal role in Peter Pan, and it was supposed to be the spring theater performance, and she didn't get to do it. It was her first audition landed. I was so. So upset because we were working the shit out of it too, right? You yeah. know, she even has a solo. She's the she got to play the lost boy that shoots Wendy. I was so excited. <gasps> <laughs> wow. Know? And and
0: That's
1: a then,
0: bummer.
1: yeah, so so no summer theater. Um, oh, and by the way, and I'll let Brian take this over. Hey Brian, there was also yep. something else going on this summer. A little thing called an election.
6: Yeah. What?
1: An election. An election? Yeah. Because remember, it really didn't <laughs> kick in until the summer because Biden was hiding for most of the summer. The primaries were kind of a joke. Uh, well, I don't think
6: that's fair. He wasn't hiding. He wasn't hiding. Well, at he all. had
1: to be. He, he had was, to be. He was
6: being responsible.
1: He was being responsible. Amen. I'm not he saying was, it was a bad thing. He
6: was the adult in the room. <laughs> I know. And
1: I mean, we're not adult going out room.
6: there being uh, virus uh, collecting infecting all those people
1: no yeah it's not
6: it's not even worth discussing we're 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 hopefully we're we're past all that
1: well it was just it just added one more weird thing to this year i mean election years are always stressful and we knew that this one was going to be particularly weird but with the pandemic going on and an election i mean things were just insane and we had virtual conventions Which I'm not even sure how that worked. Uh, You know, um,
4: there were some good and some bad.
1: Uh, the, The debates were kind of a joke, and people got COVID from them or were exposed to COVID. I'm pretty sure that that Trump had COVID, and he knew it when he did the first debate. I'm almost positive he did um because you know they mentioned it a couple days later and i'm like time frames nah he he was already exposed yeah so, um you know and then when he uh, uh and then there was that super spreader event where all those other people got sick at, when amy cona Connor barrett was uh not was announced the nomination this fall yeah. i mean it it was kind of crazy um you know, Tom Hanks was and Idris Elba really earlier in the in the in the pandemic were the first major celebrities everyone knew got COVID. Yeah. But then, you know, um <laughs> Herbert Cain died in the election. You know <clears throat> you know, uh, it was like yeah.
4: From attending the <laughs> Cleveland one, yeah. Yeah, like so like six I weeks
1: mean, Go ahead.
3: Oh, just Herman Cain. It just you know, if his
4: supporters go to uh a rally and then die six weeks later.
1: Yeah, no.
0: It, well, it, he
4: he kept tweeting after he was dead, so that might have fooled some of them.
1: <coughs> it was, <laughs> uh, you know, the the summer was absolutely insane. One respite though for me, and oh my god, thank God! And I don't know, maybe I I know that the 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 Chicagoan probably doesn't watch hockey, but hockey, Stanley Cup hockey in the summer, boy, did that save my summer absolutely saved my summer. Cause I, you know, the only thing I love more than like, I love as much as movies is hockey. Uh, so uh, that we had a Stanley cup playoffs in the summer, even though our team sucked, which uh, <laughs> still, um, you know, did anybody get some of the Stanley cup in just having it would made me happy. Like I didn't, I didn't miss football. I didn't miss baseball, but having hockey and it was so good. Um, so, any, anybody else watch the hockey at all or, or appreciated that I watched the hockey? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
3: appreciate that you did, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that you love the hockey a lot.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just nice to have some things like that. I mean, and, and, and I want to say uh, to the hockey players, bravo, bravo, zeroed COVID during nice. the playoffs. Yeah, right like oh, really? all the other sports things going on, but they did not. Yeah. So, awesome. congratulations because hockey players are going to play hockey. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. Pandemic, um, uh, Armageddon, forget it. They're, they're going to still play. Ho- they're going to find a way to play hockey. And they did. So, congratulations, NHL. You rule. You show that you're a true sports on so many levels. So, Um, The Blackhawks are up in Chicago. That's why I was mentioning uh, Chicago, because I used to like the Blackhawks. I lived in Chicago for a little while. Um, So what else did people do this summer besides root me on watching hockey?
4: (laughs) Um, Actually, I obviously didn't get to do Comic-Con, which – Killed me. This is the first one I missed in I don't even know how many years. But virtual Comic-Con. I did the shit out of the panels that were online and on YouTube. How was that?
1: It got mixed reviews Uh, online.
4: For the most part, it was pretty good. I mean, obviously, it's nowhere near the same uh, as being there in person And, you know, the feedback between the audience and the creators and the clips you get to see of upcoming stuff and the cosplay and just being in a room with your own family of freaks, that is Comic-Con. But uh, Natalie made a good point. You know, she saw a hell of a lot more panels this year without the distraction of shopping and, you know, standing in line for everything. So, yeah, it, it wasn't the worst thing that uh, we got the panels that way and actually uh, just last month Tulsa University did a really nice panel on uh, Watchmen and uh, that that was awfully good online and uh, Tulsa of course uh, playing really big in uh, Watchmen where it's set but also the, uh, the massacre the riots so, there was a lot of history to delve into there, and then obviously, summer was the summer of riots and seeking racial justice for too many innocent people killed to go into but uh yeah that it was
1: Some interesting
4: to shit, i mean me.
1: here here we have a pandemic. With the possibility of losing two percent of our population to a disease, which, by the way, people are I couldn't believe when people were saying, "Oh, it's only two percent." I go, "Have you seen the leftovers?" That is a show about two percent of the population suddenly disappearing. You tell me that's a big deal or not, <laughs> you know? So, uh, and by the way, we're hitting on those trajectories. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, and yet because of Floyd and Breonna Taylor. And all these yeah. horrible things that happened. People were risking their lives and going out into the streets to protest for 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 justice. And it, it it was scary and wonderful and impressive and brave all at the same time. There were some Nazis that came into D.C. and a bunch of people, and they got outnumbered by a lot. Oh, that was protest. beautiful. Yeah, so um, good. It was amazing. And then, of course, we had the whole horrible thing where we, uh, our government actually tear gassed innocent protesters to clear them out so the president and William Barr could take a picture in front of a church yeah. with a Bible. Um, yeah. Probably one of the worst things And then Seattle, when they
4: history. sent in, you know, thugs without any identification, when we had our they own, were, own secret they were pulling police.
1: People off the in Portland, in Seattle, in cars, in New York, York City, the black bands. What the fuck, man? Yep.
2: That's still happening here, by the way. This is not the they were. The protests are? are still happening nightly here. There are oh. still feds here, um, and there's still people with unmarked vehicles. They don't have any identification. Um, there's lists going around doxing people that are at the protests by crazy wow. right-wing people. <laughs> like, It's insane, and it's a very small geographical portion of Portland, Hmm. Um, but there's a lot of people there, a a steady group, and they've been there every single night um, since before, let's see, um, it was before the pandemic, but this is the same group that you've been seeing on the news. They're still there. They're they're there tonight. Um, And the Portland Moms out in front. Mm -hmm. So cool. Yeah. So
1: sure. the summer was, other than hockey, it was just crazy. Uh, though the drive-in also was good. Um, you know, uh, I I got to see my first film in the theaters this summer, and it was at the drive-in, and it was my first first-run film. My first film since COVID uh, was um, Bill and Ted Face the Music,
2: which yes. was
1: an absolute delight. <laughs> so that's uh, on my list.
2: Yeah, it's oh on the list for me. It was, um, it, it, it's just it, it, what we so needed, like right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. exactly so
1: we what we needed. It was it was the right I, film at the right time. So um but that wasn't just it. Um, you know, my everyone here knows who Michael B. Jordan is, the sexiest man alive, by the way. Right. <laughs> I have no problems with that. Um he is
4: Raven did nothing wrong.
1: Nope, nope, nope. Uh, but he curated True. a bunch of free screenings at the drive-ins on Wednesday evenings, double features that he curated. He would play two films together. And I went to see on a date, one of my first dates after the, uh, the initial separation, uh, a double feature of Get Out and Do the Right Thing, which was fantastic Ooh. to see with all yeah. of this going on in the background with Black Lives Matter and, and the protests. And to see that the same like the same issues they were dealing with in the 80s hasn't changed that much since you know get out they're still same thing just just packaged differently Uh, you know it it was kind of incredible uh, to to do that so that was amazing so so shout out to Amazon Studios for rocking it and rocking uh, we'll talk about TV and stuff in a minute uh, because there was actually quite a bit of good on streaming services while this was going down. <laughs> so uh, does anybody, before we get into TV and the fall and bring it back to where we are today, um, is there anything people want to cover about the summer before we move on? Just a one
2: thing that I would have normally been doing. I'm not much of a sports ball kind of person, but I <laughs> never <laughs> miss the Olympics. And this was supposed to have been the 2020 Summer Olympics uh, that totally got bitch-holed into oblivion. Um, And maybe it's just, like, I feel like I can kind of use my Greek archaeology degree for once in my life when I watch the Olympics. But (laughs) there's definitely a void there, and it feels like... it it made the summer like get skipped over because the Olympics kind of stretch out the summer for me a bit from watching so much of it. And then like you watch these sports that you've never heard of and you get sucked in and you're soon explaining how it works to anyone who walks into the room. And I love that stuff. Um, I really miss that sort of um, the, the, it's not really the nations coming together, but it's, like, the portrayal of nations coming together. <laughs> and um, the attempt of brotherhood. Uh, I feel like that was really missing from this year <laughs> badly.
1: And, you know, watching the swimmers, and then you get the track and field, and you got mm-hmm. the horsies, and got Fancy. I mean, I, I, I love it, too. It's like the one, like I said, yeah. I love hockey, but uh, the Olympics are probably a close second because I just like it to see sports on television i don't normally get to see
2: and you know, yeah, me too. Uh, so and countries i always... don't normally get to hear about because a lot of times depending on what you know what channel you're watching uh they'll deep dive into history if you're watching the usa commentators they're just screaming and going usa but if you watch like bbc they'll actually give you some <laughs> historical background and um that can be really educational and nerdy to learn about
1: and you get to yeah. root on, right? You know, hey, yeah, totally. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, about Brian or Steve, do you want to chime in about this summer and what you did?
6: Um, no, I mean, like I said, unfortunately, I can't find any happiness in this year. I mean, in February, I started my company, Edgewater. I was set to go to England to make two movies, um, then the lockdown happened. And, you know, so basically it has just been being able to sit and observe humanity and see what's important to, to people. I mean, um, I know you're going to talk about television. I didn't watch much television because they're canceling Sabrina and they're bringing back Lucifer. Or they're doing, you know, you can't keep track of that. Netflix now wants to pay $200 million to show Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, it's you know, you look at you look you look at all that, and you go, eh, you know, it, there's so much going on. So what I did, where I was trying to find my happy during all this madness, was you know, looking at um, you know these these videos on well TikTok. TikTok will end mm-hmm. civilization as we know it. It's it, oh, it, it's sad. amazing. Of what humanity has become.
1: Those uh, kids on <laughs> TikTok though are brilliant. They, they, they're smart, and they are socially conscious and aware, and yet they know how to do good hair at the same time. I mean, <laughs> you know, they, they, I, okay. I, I I I would say that TikTok is, is you know, really. It's, and my daughter, she's into Discord, and that kept her through a lot of this. Um, I, I get a little nervous about allowing my daughter to do social stuff like that, but since she's a gamer and with COVID and she's stuck at home all the time, uh, you know, it was a respite for her. Um, there was one more thing about the summer, and then I'm gonna take a small two minute break to get some coffee, and then we're gonna come back and do a television run. And I'll ha- I'll have Raven lead off on that because I know she made a bunch of lists. Um, right on. Disney Plus awesome. spent seven million dollars and dropped Hamilton early on Disney Plus this summer for Fourth of July, and mm-hmm. it was. Wonderful that people finally got to see it with the original yeah. cast. But I just want to also say that was absolutely one of the best directed stage to screen yeah. adaptations I have ever seen. The camera movements, the way they yes. the angles of it, all of it, like it was absolutely brilliantly shot like it is not easy to shoot stage to screen like that and i i was absolutely floored how good it was and uh my daughter and i literally watched it four times in a row like i would put it right back on so yay to disney disney plus converted me i will say that because i was as, Uh as Aaron and you guys know i was dragged into it kicking and screaming but i got a free year of it because I moved out and I had to get good internet for to work from home uh sometimes so uh yeah, I got the Disney Plus app for free for the year and I will tell you I've been using it a lot uh, Gravity Falls that's I've been re-binging that with my daughter in the summer and that that's brilliant too so uh, uh but anyway I want to take a two-minute break just a two-minute break we're gonna play one song oh and then I, I have some callers so, callers, I see you. We'll get to you in just a minute. Um, and then we'll do the callers, and then we'll talk about uh, movies and film and TV with Raven in the lead. So, let's reboot it. I'll be right back.
0: They ran out of ideas for fresh new shows. So, Hollywood did the only thing it knows. Murphy Brown Melrose Place. Gilmore Girls Lost in space. That's so Ravens, what they're craving. I know that's a show of saving. I vote X Files for a comeback. Your company's still a real snack. Would the Golden Girls be darker if, if we resurrect, resurrect the author <laughs> Reboot it, renew it, reshoot it. Redo it and reuse it, retool it, abuse it, just do it If you want to make some easy cash, just recycle and rehash Repeat it, reinstate it, reheat it, recreate it There's no need to feel frustrated, simply just regurgitate it For a guaranteed rating crash, get enough out of the trash. Come on, just rebuild it Will and Grace and Dynasty, Sweet Sixteen on MTV Twin Peaks and Fargo, go catch Carmen Sandiago. Just relax and take the flack. If people want it, bring it back. Looney Tunes, Queer Eye, and DuckTales, just reboot it, cause it sells. Take something for it and translate it. Shamelessly appropriate it, even if the old fans hate it. Get yeah, the script right, it's clear. You've done sequels, try for prequels. Think of all the streams that equals utilizing these techniques. We'll, we'll make the your shows, shows revered. Show revered. Reboot it. Renew it, reshoot it, redo it And reuse it, retool it, abuse it, just view it If you want to make some easy cash Just recycle and rehash Repeat it, reinstate it, reheat it, recreate it There's no need to feel frustrated Simply just regurgitate it For a guaranteed rating smash Dig it up
5: out of the trash Come on
0: Warner. And all joking aside, reboots are symptomatic of a fundamental lack of originality in Hollywood. A creativity crisis fueled by terrified executives clinging to the past like rats to the debris of a sinking ship.
7: Yeah, have you no shame! Here's your check for the Animaniacs reboot, you sellouts.
0: Yeah, but when we sell out, we know we're selling out. So it's cool.
1: Yeah, so uh, speaking of reboots, we had Animaniacs drop last week and uh, two snaps and a shake of a tail for that. I am so happy to have them back in my life. So uh, before we give it to Raven, I've been neglecting the phone calls because I was on the wrong page. So let me bring in a couple of callers and let's yeah. see what they have to say. Um Six seven eight area code. You are on with the sexy witches. Hello. Uh,
7: hello, sexy witches. It's the son of celluloid. Hey, Nathan.
1: Hey, Nathan! Hey! How you doing? Hello. So you hey, know the you rest of the Nathan? You want to know how
7: long this year? You want to know how long this year has been? Uh, the Invisible Man came out this year.
1: <gasps> I totally
7: forgot yes. about that. And I everyone on my list because it feels like it was a decade ago. <laughs>
1: Oh, my god! I totally forgot that was in January too, wasn't it? Uh, mm-hmm.
7: so. That's how long this year has felt.
1: Oh my God! I totally mm. forgot, and I still haven't seen it yet. uh, so I need to do that. <gasps> it's good it's yeah, good. it's good. oh okay well, I'm gl- I would believe you, so welcome, Tennessee elaide. We got hold on the line just for a moment. We got one more caller. Let's see who it is. all right. 503
7: area code, you're on with the
1: sexy witches. Hello. Hello. Who are you?
7: It, it's Dan Cassette from Team Vampire Fish. Oh, Dan. Hey, yeah, yeah. he's one of my men.
0: So I just contestant. thought you
3: noticed. I'm like, oh, I got to get in on the the, the thing. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yay, welcome. Awesome. awesome. So, uh, you know the rest of us. The rest of us, you know them. Uh, the only ones you don't know <laughs> well, is Brian, Patrick, O'Toole, Nathan. Say hi to Brian, Patrick, O'Toole. Brian, say hi to Nathan. And uh, Dan, say hi to Brian. Brian, how's Dan? Hey, so, hey,
7: Dan. What's up,
1: Brian? Hail and hail.
7: So, uh, <laughs> now that we all know each other.
1: Now that we all know each other. Well, Br- Br- Brian's got total cred in the horror world because he is the leading werewolf guy. So if you have any questions about werewolves, he's the one to talk to. Well, so, among other
0: but is, yeah.
1: oh, among other things, and he wrote the screenplay to the On Run movies, which uh, at some point, Brian, we're oh, going to yeah. have an episode just to talk about that. Like, I might do it uh, as a repo uh, nerds with Steve. A two-part. Uh, one. Oh, fun. yeah, Yeah. So, because uh, that Dude. I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen. The first half of the first movie, so I need to catch up on those films and then talk to you about them. I've read the books. I actually have read the books. I've read The Fountainhead too. Uh, so, uh, so a lot of people haven't actually read the books, as you know. Uh, so, but um, well, that's okay because
6: so, Gus Van Sant told me um, that he only could sit through half the first movie as well.
0: So, well, I guess You're I'm in good OK company. company. Oh, good. Yeah. That's really
1: nice but it's not your fault. You're the screenwriter. Uh, so it was a pretty honest adaptation. So we'll talk about that. I do want to talk about that experience, because that's just wild on so many levels. We talked about it a little bit last episode, uh, but uh, another episode... Yeah, I look forward to definitely. the
6: de- death threats again.
1: Yeah, I will be... <laughs>
0: right?
1: It kind of fits in with this whole year, you know, death threats and cancel culture oh and whatever. Um, so... All right. So we are about to talk about, uh, our favorite media that launched this year, films and television. And I'm going to let Raven lead this off and, and Nathan and Dan, you're welcome to stay on and talk with us and chat it up. Um, so Raven, I'm going to let you take the helm. What do you want to talk about first?
2: Well, uh, yeah, since you're kind of in the TV zone, we can start there. Uh, there is so much there's so much coming out, like right now until the end of the year. It's hard to say if what I watched this year will be the best. Even right now there's a new D B Cooper documentary dropping on HBO. Um yes. and I'm super excited about that. Yay, Portland, Dan, I know you'll wanna watch, right? P D X represent. <laughs> Um, but so like I don't know. I don't know. Like in the next two months I feel like everything really good is gonna be coming out. Um, but I I made a top five. Well, you just mentioned Animaniacs. I binged that in one sitting. Thirteen episodes. Uh if you're a fan in the nineties, it's exactly what you want. They didn't make the animation all weird and shit. Like they're
5: they're glossy but they
2: don't look ruined. You know, they didn't do a new Powerpuff Girls to them and make them look like they were drawn by a completely different universe. Uh, right.
5: And they and also
2: reference enough modern things oh. that oh. Uh, it, it works mm-hmm. for new audiences. Like
7: what? 100.
1: It's also, like, they, they totally shout out that they were meta before everybody else in the theme. Right. Album. I, yeah, I also, also say, uh, gender neutral and they're also with a gender-neutral and ethnically diverse.
2: <laughs> no, that's a
1: big. That's
0: kind of a big
2: update to the the song, but there's other minutia that they update. It's really cute. So the, the opening song used to say, "and and dot is cute and yakko yaks." Now it says dot has wit and yakko yaks. Uh, so it's just little subtle updates. Change. So they're a little bit more woke. Um, and it's cute when you notice okay. them, but they're not like thrown in your face. A couple of them are to make a joke about it, but um, it's it's good. And they're they're super a lot more open about um, dumping on the right. <laughs> they
0: used to be; they were yeah. kind of
2: subtle about it before. They are not subtle about it anymore. They kind of don't have any fucks left. So no, and, and well it's not straight
1: up feminist in, in the new season. I mean, she is suffragette all the way. You know, yeah. so I thought that was pretty funny. So yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. My daughter and we didn't do it in one sitting, Raven, but my daughter and I did it in three settings on the same day. Nice. Like yeah, you know, right. Like, so yeah, we, bur- we of count it. that. Yeah. That was cool. our, yeah. our last Saturday. We we watched that. I watched Mandalorian and then I watched that. So anyway,
2: go ahead. The other the other one that I watched all in one sitting was Queen's Gambit.
1: Everyone's talking about that. It's On a Table Um, Joy's new movie, right?
2: Right. Uh, It's a series. Yeah, Yeah, and it's seven episodes. Um, I I had kind of a passing interest and saw people commenting that it was good. Uh, I think. I watched the first episode, it was pretty strong, and I kind of let the second episode start playing while I was playing World of Warcraft. Uh, By the end of the second episode, I I was completely sucked in, and uh, my roommate and I both watched the entire series uh, all the way through without stopping. Uh, And it's like about chess, but it's not about chess. If you want to get just chess out of it, you can. Uh, But there's so much more, and it's Oh, man, it's beautiful, great acting, great casting, great music, great characters. Uh, I have not read the book, so I can't compare it. But that was one I was – it really helped um, just kind of forget about the pandemic for a minute. Has okay. anyone nice. else watched that book. one yet?
1: I haven't. It's nope, on, no, my no, list, I on my list, though. Like,
2: It's definitely on my list. I will Poor get it on it.
6: The list. Year of the Tiger King. I know well, that right.
2: on a documentary list. So yeah, um, I watched all that.
7: About, no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll just say, I'm sad here. It's more not more about
2: chess. You've discouraged me a little bit. <laughs> well, it, I mean, there's a lot. It's kind of like the Karate Kid. There's a lot of karate in their Karate Kid but it's not really about karate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's a lot of chess, right? There's a lot of chess in this and you see some moves and you learn a little bit, Um, but it it might, it it did inspire me to reinstall a chess app on my phone. So I think it will get people back into chess. She's kind of like this rock star chess girl and it's pretty cool. Um, But, but I'm just saying it's, there's there's something for everyone. If you're if you're a chess nerd, uh, or cool with a chess story, you're gonna like it. But even if you don't like chess, I think you'll still like it because I was kind of indifferent, you know, um, and it still sucked me all the way in. No. And uh, Ti- who was mentioning Tiger King? Was that you, Nathan? No,
7: that was not me. No, Dan. Uh, I- oh, I damn. That
2: show. okay. Yeah, I have that on my documentary list. Um, that was another one where. It sucked me in, but I don't know that it made me forget about the pandemic <laughs> at all. It kind of it kind of made me remember it more. <laughs> Just, uh, one, of, one of my
1: favorite memes of the year was a two-panel picture of one that said the, the 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 apocalypse we thought we were getting is the picture of the guy with the tiger from The Walking Dead, the the type of apocalypse we're getting, and it was the guy from Tiger King wearing a crown. <laughs> <Yep>. So, uh, <laughs> I-, I thought that and was. And for the, the record,
0: funny. fuck Carol Batman. <laughs>
1: she's totally the bastard, and she's she's not going to come out of this unscathed.
2: So. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, that could be... We could do a whole episode on Tiger King. There's a lot to unpack there, but uh, if you're into true crime or just, like, fascinating character pieces... (laughs) um, Can I throw another
7: documentary series out there right quick? Yeah, Yeah. please. Okay.
0: Um,
1: Excuse me, Nathan, hold on just a second. There's somebody in the background a lot of music and stuff. Can they turn down their television, please? All right, Nathan, go ahead.
7: <laughs> I am not a sports guy by any stretch of the imagination, but that Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary was just yes. so well done that I could not turn it off. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. And what Was that HBO? Oh, let's see. Yeah, I right, have it on my movie tracker.
7: I think it, was, it was on HBO, then it went to Netflix. I saw it on Netflix. Okay.
2: okay. Yeah, there it is. Last, think, yeah, it's it was currently like on episode. Netflix right
7: now. I think it was like the new episodes debuted on HBO and they were on Netflix like a week later, something like that. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, that's a yeah, good that point. Was... And I too am not – I there's really not a documentary I won't watch, but uh, this this series, uh, total runtime, eight and a half hours. You probably won't do it in one day unless you're like super hardcore. Uh, but that's another mm-hmm. one where you don't necessarily have to go in uh, with a deep appreciation of the subject. To appreciate the series, uh, there's something. That's another one where there's something for everyone. Thanks for mentioning that. I totally forgot about that one. Um, the The documentaries have been pretty strong this year. Netflix did a really good one on the Challenger as well. Uh, the Final Flight, wow. and uh, it was done pretty well. There's a lot of stuff that I remember from when the Challenger exploded and I remember some of the stuff that they showed uh, from the news footage, but there was a lot of things that as a child I didn't read into. (laughs) Um, And, and so seeing like more information about how the training program started, how, how the teachers were picked. This is kind of like the bachelor where everyone starts out with a group of scientists and each week a scientist gets cut until someone gets to go into space and I didn't know a lot about how they picked um, the teacher I didn't know how they picked the crew and that this goes into some of that background but it also goes into um, the tragedy and the after effects it's it's done respectfully but there's also a lot of cool shit in it Um, and that's another one. You can be into space, but you don't have to be to like it because most of the stuff that's happening is on earth. Um, and then this is kind of a movie. I mean, cause it's not a series, but I have to recommend my octopus teacher. Yeah, uh, no,
6: that was good.
2: Oh man. That was kind of a soul cleanser. I, I felt every range of emotions and uh, it's pretty to look at. It's, Quiet. There's nice music. Um, it's a it's a good just kind of recharge movie, but it is very emotional if you're if you're kind of an empath at all or you know attached to animals like us nerdy Virgos do. Uh, uh, what else do you guys think for TV? I have a couple other things. I don't want to hog the rest of the show, so um, I I got to mention Love Lovecraft Country. I'm sure.
1: Yes, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, what a wonderful hot mess that was. Yeah. I. Mean, um, okay. How <laughs> much-
2: no, It's beautiful. It's it, it, beautiful. Yeah. You know, sure. Yeah.
1: It didn't always hit, but I think it was the perfect kind of television show for the backdrop of 2020. I mean, it it it, yeah. it, it was and i can't even really honestly review it because i don't think there's going to be anything like that ever again <laughs> i mean it, to combine that african american culture with lovecraftian which are in a weird way are just positioned opposites in many ways because he was an asshole <laughs> but um and and a racist, racist anti-semitic and his, and his writings yeah. actually were filled with it yeah yep. yeah they merged them together. And that together. was addressed in
4: the series. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and yeah. John Carter, um, you know, I always forget, you know, that he's a Confederate war hero when, the, when they start the story. Right. John Carter from yeah. Mars. And, I mean, they the, the shout outs, not just to Lovecraft, they shouted out to a lot of old school, uh, you know, uh, uh Science fiction pieces and literature and uh, I, I, I i geeked out the whole friggin time. there was folklore involved um there was some yeah. edgy ass imagery like the whole ch- the changing uh when the when uh, the what, the sister- beca- takes the transformation person and he, she rapes her boss uh, right <laughs> wow. Oh my God! Right? Yeah. Was I was hit? I was probably that the most shocking the lines, imagery I saw on TV this year. Uh, anybody, how about the, the the writer Brian? Did you get a chance at all to see any of Lovecraft Country?
0: Um,
6: to be honest with you, I saw the first three episodes. I I just couldn't get into it. I'm gonna go <laughs> back and finish it, but I, you know, I, I don't know. There's it, so much going on. It's really hard to focus.
1: It's an odd deck. Um, It's an odd deck. And and yeah, because you have to approach it though. It's not an overall, there is an overall arc, story arc going on, but it really wasn't about that. It was more about episodic episodes that focused on aspects of Lovecraftian writing. So you got one with elders and you got one with time travel and you got one with, you know, with curses. And, of of course, one of his favorite things was working uh, was writers in a in a ha- in an old mansion that comes up a couple of times during Lovecraft Country. Um, the casting was amazing. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, the casting was amazing. It's going to win uh, a ton
4: of awards, I promise.
1: The, it was the second See. show this year I saw that focused on the Tulsa Massacre murders in the 20s. Watchman right. uh, was the other, Watchmen, which won an yeah. Emmy for the writing, by the way. That was a good thing this year. That uh, winning. Um, so, uh, you know, so that was all I, – I would have to say Lovecraft Love Country was the one show that – outside the boys – that I was looking forward the most to uh, at the end of the of the summer early fall. Those two shows kept me going, big time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Did, did you watch The Boys? Raven is that on your list? I it didn't make
2: my list just because I I feel like I want to rewatch it. Uh, th- that there was stuff I wasn't. It was kind of like um, you just said, Brian, <laughs> where, where I felt like I couldn't. Maybe it, I don't know if it was me or the show, but I felt like I couldn't take everything in or like I'd be halfway through the show. And I'd be like, who the hell is that? And then realized I had been spacing out for 20 minutes. So it's probably just a me spacing out pandemic thing. And I the stuff I did retain, I really liked. I just I want to do it again when I can pay more attention.
1: Uh, I will say, as a finale, my favorite final episode of a television show this year was by far The Boys. Um, Absolutely one of the best superhero showdowns I've seen in a long time. It was uh, the whole episode I was on the edge of my seat yelling and screaming. It was a lot of fun. So it's (laughs) worth getting to the end. Let's just put it that way. And we got Nazis. Spoiler alert! But there was Nazis involved, and that always makes your your show better when there's Nazis, because you know they have yeah, no sense of and they they just they're just great villains, right? So you know, yeah. so I I, you know, I watched a lot of Good things leader. with Nazis this summer, <laughs> for some reason. Um. Okay. Yeah. So what else do you have on your list, Raven? Since you don't have the boys,
2: even though I do recommend Let's it. Let's see. Um. I was watching. Uh. My actually. Uh, a couple of true crimes here. I'll be gone in the dark, uh, which is on HBO, and that is the series that's based on Michelle Mac- McNamara's book, uh, Patton Oswalt's uh, wife who passed away, and uh, oh, her.
0: That
2: was great. Yeah, a lot of it's very personal autobiography stuff mixed in with her doing research on catching the Golden State Killer. And she coined the name Golden State Killer. Those, these were two different crimes from two different police departments, one in Southern California, one in the Bay Area. And she's the one that basically cracked the, <laughs> cracked the code, got the two police departments to talk to each other and say, hey, this is the same guy. Uh, she named him the Golden State Killer, got public interest going, got that case reopened. Um, probably didn't have any direct influence on him getting caught because that was all DNA. Uh, but who knows if the detectives would have even been looking if there hadn't been enough public interest at that point. So the documentary covers a lot of her last days before she passed away. Uh, she died just before her book was published, so Patton Oswalt... And uh, Billy Jensen helped finish the book. Now, he and Paul Holes, who helped catch the Golden State Killer, have a podcast together called The Murder Squad, which is also good. And they cover some of this. But HBO docu-series was done really well, and it's it's hard to watch because you know how it ends before it starts. Um, So it's heartbreaking in places. It's chilling in places. Um, and if you're a true crime junkie, it's definitely a must be Did any of you guys get to catch that one? I
1: want to. I mm. really want to. I haven't had a chance to yet. I think yeah, you'll I, like I it. I lost is. my. I lost when HBO Max went live. I lost my HBO Go. So I and Loki oh, doesn't right. have HBO Max. So I have. But they will. To,
2: 2021. They just announced in the news today. 2021. You'll be able to watch HBO Max through the Amazon app. You will only be able to watch HBO through the HBO Max app, but they will both be on Roku. <laughs>
1: Jesus. So,
2: we'll uh, I, I hate this. I
1: hate the fracturing. <laughs> the streaming war fracturing thing still annoys the
2: fuck out of me. But that's, know.
1: And, you know. But Tubi's there, and Tubi is still wonderful. Tubi and is Tubi's, great. Tubi is the best. I highly recommend Tubi. Uh, so... Um, I, I, I did have a documentary I wanted to shout out that I saw. It was on oh, yeah. Um It's yeah. called Scream Queen. And yeah. it was about the uh, yeah. Marnell Street 2. And, yeah, yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> that was fantastic. And my our, uh, uh, guest on the show, Paul Cornelius, was in it yeah. for a hot second. And so shout <laughs> out. So, one of our sexy witches circle is actually uh, in that. But that was a really, really wonderful documentary. I really, highly That was really it. well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, speaking of documentaries, also, Cursed was a pleasant surprise on Shudder, which was a documentary about um, each episode focused on a film that is considered cursed um and twilight
2: zone episode i just wanted to jump off a bridge that was er, i was so uh, i'm still mad at john landis i can't um, even look at him
1: it brought back a lot of terrible memories because i actually remember watching the news footage of the kids dying they actually showed it on television
2: right when you were a
1: kid um you know, so it brought back a lot of like childhood trauma, actually. Right. Uh, but yeah, that that episode, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of John Landis movies, and I think he's one right. of the most talented directors. But I will tell you that that he he got off way too easy. I still yes, think he I did. agree. I, I, I mean I that they that he walked, and you know, I could, uh, uh, you know, it remind it brought all that back. I, I honestly don't think any of the films on curse are actually Cursed movies. Like, no, they had a right? lot of bad... The only one that I would say that there might be an argument for was The Omen, because that shit was just crazy what was happening on that set. Uh, but, uh, you know, but the rest of them were just like happenstance, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, The Shining, we also know that's not Cursed. You know, we know the Chinese not right. cursed. We know, we know that. You know, what, what else did they show? I forget right now. Poltergeist. Poltergeist, Poltergeist was not cursed. Yes, yeah. it's just a, literally a lot of bad. The Crow is not cursed either. Um, right. Now maybe Bruce Lee is. Maybe, maybe the, the the. But we don't know. But no, uh, you yeah. know. But they, they it was very popular. Uh, and they're going to do a, great, a season two. So that's something to look oh, nice. forward to. Next, yeah, next year. Um, so I wanted to give a shout out to the documentaries and uh, Shudder in general with, with the documentaries. And of course, Joe Bob, that was a savior this summer was the Joe Bob series. Yeah. Um, you know, AKA God. Uh, Shudder has been knocking it out of the park, especially with their selections yeah. and the transfers they're getting are wonderfully good. So, uh, you know, yeah. they're not just, they're not just putting up films. They're actually putting up nice, good transfers with good sound. <laughs> And I, I I love, fuck, and and, and they're good, they're, their documentaries are very good. Even though I have a mixed yes. feelings about The In Search of Darkness, that was that four hour one about the 80s movies. And honestly, I thought they picked a lot of obvious choices. I mean, there's some things you have to cover, like Hellraiser, but
4: they were kind you, of fan favorites, though, right?
1: Yeah, it, it, but they did say they're making a second one. So maybe they'll make up hmm. for some of the ones that I think they omitted that they really needed to, that they left off the list. Because there was a few. Of course, I know a lot about 1987. So, uh, of course, I could have, like, rewritten that whole year for them. <laughs>
4: <So>. <laughs> I would anyway, like to ahead. see them do uh, more films besides Pan and Scan. I would like to see films in the original ratio where possible.
1: Yeah. It's not as easy to get as you may think though.
4: Really? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. So, huh. uh, excuse me. Keep going Raven. I'm getting some, yeah, I, I agree with you Raven. Yeah. Uh, who, some, there's been some sound. I thought it was Dan, but maybe it's not. Um, there's it's weird feedback dead. in the background. Just got to turn it down, whatever it is. We appreciate yeah. it. We're alive, okay. and our sound is crappy because we're on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> uh, so, Started uh, when you took uh, uh, the phone
6: calls. So somebody yeah, on the
1: yeah.
6: f- on the phone calls is, is the sound. Yeah, yeah.
2: So it's
1: better now, right now. So thank you, folks. Yeah, that's uh, so, great. Uh, anybody so want to my... go Hold on a second, Ray. Oh, no, I was
2: just gonna say those are my my TVs. So. Carry on. <laughs> Earlier, there was a D bag
7: behind
1: uh, me in line
2: with
4: those broadcast speakers.
1: Yeah, it sounded like music. Um,
2: yeah,
4: is, he was terrible. Does anybody
1: want to contribute to this conversation? Was there any documentaries or TV they want to add yeah. before Raven keeps going?
6: Well, I thought the go. Social Dilemma was really good.
1: I'm sorry, did say that again? Watch that. I disagree. The social,
6: <laughs> the social Dilemma?
1: Oh, The Social Dilemma, oh. yeah. Okay. I haven't
6: seen it yet. I mean, it was a documentary bad about it. drama oh. hybrid, but um, I think it it, it, it it does what documentaries are supposed to do, and that's start a conversation. It didn't have the answers to everything, but it, it opened up the doors for conversation, and that's why I liked it. Hmm. Well, good. I'm I, a It's, about, it's about social networking. I don't know if you don't know. It's the human impact of
2: social networking and
6: Mm -hmm. the addiction too,
1: right? Right. So, um, well, yeah, yeah. and
2: algorithms as well. Um, I think if you take the last five minutes of information and put it in the front, that you can stop watching the documentary. And that if you've used the internet before, you probably know that information. I thought it was dumbed down a lot. Um, but maybe useful for, like, a pre-teen conversation. I'm very confused about how shocked uh, Facebook community seems to be by the information in this because it's very easy to undo any of the algorithms that something like Facebook or YouTube recommendations have as their default um, in a, a manner of clicks. And um, so if that's not something you want your – feed to look like or the information you want to look like it's very easy to undo uh and i don't understand why we well, needed this uh conversation to happen this way
6: because we have 72 million people who thought that the current president should have another term
2: right so okay we, that's fair. We, need, <laughs> we need to
6: we need to dumb down everything it seems
2: i see yeah, it's. I guess I, it's bittersweet then. You know, I'm sad about it. I'm glad that conversation is happening. I'm a little surprised that it's happening, uh, th- that it has to happen, I guess. I, I guess I was a little naive about where people were in their um, ability to navigate something like that.
6: Well, it takes a long time to, to navigate a flat earth. Sure. So
0: <laughs> they, they don't get things <laughs> right away.
2: Uh, I love it. Oh, I was, I'm putting that on a T-shirt. Uh,
1: 2020
2: saw the return of Cosmos. Curious.
4: I was going yes. to mention Cosmos: Possible Worlds as one of my
2: things. Thank you. Good one. I didn't watch it yet. I watched. I mean, I watched Tyson older ones, but not this mm-hmm. season. And what did they add it to Disney Plus or Hulu? Um, Fox. It's uh, Hulu. FX
4: has it.
5: Nice. Yeah, is it on Hulu. Hulu too?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Would you one like of my favorite things? Uh, one of my favorite episodes from the Carl Sagan series way back when was when he got into exobiology. And this season yeah. uh Neil deGrasse Tyson does the same thing but updated with today's technology for special effects. Oh, cool. It's pretty amazing.
2: I like that because if you're already a fan, you like you'll under, you'll get the throwback. But if you're yeah. new, you don't have to have seen the old one. I love I love it when they do stuff like that. Yeah, um, I'm, absolutely. That is on my list. I need to watch that. And also on Hulu, by the way, is I Am Greta, um, which I just finished with about Greta Thunberg. And it's a really good Forget About the Pandemic movie for a minute.
1: I heard That's that. It's, nice. it's, it's going to probably make it to the Oscar nominations.
2: Um, oh, wow.
0: I think
1: it's yeah it's on the there's a there's a short list which they haven't announced but there's the preliminary list before the short list and i think it's already on it so That's uh great. you know yeah it's almost short list time it's going to be really interesting to see what kind of things pop up on short list for the oscars this year because you know none of the movies are out oh, it's a crap
2: shoot yeah, yeah. In anybody's game <laughs> just like the madness <tremendous. laughs> so nobody's seen any of the movies
1: so, you know, but I am Greta. We've seen that one. Um, I You know, the, but my mind still, the best picture of the year is Bill and Ted face
2: music. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was so
1: – another one
2: I, I got to mention from Hulu Originals is Palm Springs, because it's probably not going to go on my best of the year list, but it, it was a really great forget about the pandemic movie. I heard uh, you got, about that, too. Yeah, Andy Sandberg and it's a time loop comedy. It is self-aware that it's a time loop comedy, ripping stuff off of other people, but not in a way that's, like, looking at the camera and mugging at you, like, we get it too. Uh, but, and then the other thing that's, like, super important is J.K. Simmons is not it. Oh, and of course. if I ever, like, got a genie out of a lamp, my first wish would be, like, can I have a 10-hour cut of Whiplash? of just J.K. Mm. Simmons yelling at jazz students and throwing furniture at their heads, uh-huh. because that is a mood I am here for. I am always <laughs> I am always ready for J.K. Simmons, and he brings it. He brings it, and Palm Springs it. So check it out, Hulu <laughs> original. You heard it here. Um, you
1: know, also Sarah Paulson's uh, horror film, that's the most successful horror oh. film on
2: Hulu, uh, Run,
1: is a big Right. Hit right totally
2: now. not Mommy, Dad, and Dearest. Totally not the act. It's Run. Yeah, it's we fine. know it's you, D.D. Blanchard. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thank you, Steve.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I got it. it. was
3: good.
2: I liked it. Yeah, I, I haven't watched Run yet, but um, it's on my queue because I, I do love a good old Munchausen story. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> but you know Did we, we have to mention it. We you do. Know, we I want to talk about please Do yes, go for it. It's the Mandalorian, Mandalorian time. Had
4: a, an amazing second season so far. I mean, obviously we're still in it. Um, no spoilers. The, the internet. No spoilers. Yeah. Um, we I'm are about to see to a major be. character from Clone Wars, the animated. <laughs> Uh, come on to oh, the show. Well, no, no, no. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying who. Somebody. Oh my God! I, 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 I'm
5: not
4: gonna
1: say. it but dude, last who?
7: year someone said to me, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but on the next episode they tell you his name and show you his face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but
4: they didn't tell you his name actually when they were telling you that they were gonna tell it.
7: Right, right. It's so not
4: Like I'm being spoiler that there's going to be a spoiler. That's like a spoiler. I am gonna
1: spoiler one thing and I just it's a we side like note, spoilers. but I thought it was funny that we learned <laughs> that the Mandalorian can speak sand people.
4: Yes. It oh, was oh, so oh, weird. Oh,
1: we we had entire scenes of grunting. It reminded well, me of the and, holiday special.
4: And sign language, they invented uh, a Tuscan sign language.
2: It, that was episode awesome. number two. We learned oh, that. Oh yeah, that's right. I read an article about that, Aaron. That there yeah. was a, a there was a this hearing impaired right. actor on state yep. or um, on set, and they incorporated the sign language into the production and made a whole new sub-language. Yeah, it, about, I think that's it's not so American cool.
4: sign language. It's not British sign language. It is not international Houston sign language.
2: Do you awesome. think you're
4: cool knowing Klingon, Dude. You idiot. here's next level yo
1: I I want to also shout out to the second episode dropping during the madness because um, it had a dragon and it was totally a theme (laughs) so (laughs) that. none of it (laughs) spoils anything because it has nothing to do with the plot that's the only thing I would say is there have been really thin on plot for the Mandalorian season 2 but I still am glad it exists um, you know, well, right. it's,
4: we it's been adventurous for the most part. However, with the last episode and the things that I'm not going to spoil that were discovered, you know where, um, it's definitely setting us up for bigger things.
1: Yeah I, just, yeah, I just hope it stays more self-contained in its own universe because now it's kind of pushing into the EU. Um, I, I wanted to pull oh, back from that brilliant. a little bit, be a bit more standalone. Uh, but...
0: The
4: the EU is amazing. There are so many good things there. And I'll remind you, Admiral Thrawn started in the EU. So, well, they always, no, no, you know, please, please fucking bring me more from the EU. Okay. And um, it, speaking of uh, keeping it contained, uh, the buzz is now that they're going to spin off and we're going to get a Boba Fett. Miniseries. I don't
1: really want a Boba Fett unless we're yeah. playing by I, 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 Timothy I
7: feel...
4: Whoa! Whoa! Slow your roll. God,
7: we're gonna do something first. The Starfighter PC game. (laughs) Um,
4: One of my absolute favorite things in all the the Star Wars EU is a video game I think for the PS2 called Bounty Hunter, in which they do a backstory for him and how he gets the Slave One and da da da. Great animation and great characters. Uh, Clancy Brown does the voice of a badass right. Mandalorian enemy, and it, it's a great alternative universe origin story for oh, how yeah, the, I mean, the clones wow. came to be and how Boba right. Fett came to be. Yeah.
7: That's
2: awesome.
4: And if they do stuff like that, I'm totally good with it. Right.
2: Yeah. It, 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 we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah, let's
1: not say yeah. anything well, more because right. there's people that haven't watched it on, on in the <laughs> thread here on the panel, Fair enough. Uh, but you know, a new episode drops
3: <laughs> Great Friday,
1: though. right?
4: Thursday um, midnight, I mean, not that I'm obsessive or anything, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, what, one more documentary <laughs> I, I want to shout it. out um, is yes. AMC's History of Horror Season 2 came out, Yes, and oh, it was good. actually better than Season 1, they had a body <clears> horror <throat> episode, which was phenomenally good, highly recommend it, oh um and uh there was also the, the haunted house episode was surprisingly good and i'm not usually a fan of those kind of movies so but i found that one absolutely enthralling and the witches episode well you know it was sexy witches so you we know, got on to <laughs> tale of joy and all the and angel you know there's wonderful so I, I i really enjoyed it more than season 1 i actually oh and the kaiju episode was really good they did an entire episode of giant mm-hmm. monsters and what the monster nice. and monster movies oh, I gotta watch and this. okay go ahead it's great someone, someone said i got one no, i what just you said got? i gotta
7: watch this but i've got two shows i want to shout out okay please one of them mm-hmm. i'm kind of cheating because it came out at the tail end of 2019 but it hit netflix in 2020 and that's when i got to see it and that's evil oh, that's right it, oh yeah well, um, stuff. Yeah, I didn't there? get that until it hit there. It's it's got the um, I can never remember the guy's name. The guy from uh, Luke Cage, and yeah, it's it's like a police well, procedural invincible. mixed with uh, possession stories, like Law and hmm. Order, possession. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah, Natalie's <laughs> been watching that. She really yeah. likes
7: that. But, yeah, it's a really good show. And the other That's show, and from Lost. Yes, yes. Oh, My okay. other show. They finally quit doing that Elseworlds bullshit and let Archer get back to being the greatest right. secret agent on earth. <laughs> Archer,
1: <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear it. Oh, and and now, do you think, think the writing Chet, is as so strong
4: Chet as it's been in past years? Because it's Chet. no longer uh, what's what's his name doing the writing all by himself. He's he's farmed it out to yeah, a wrote bunch of writers so. this season. Right. So, do you think the
2: ratings are as strong as previous seasons? It's
7: good, but it's still better than it was when they... It's still
2: better than the last four seasons. Good. Wow. Awesome. I will, I I will like happily check four it even, out again. Okay. <laughs> I
1: Also, Nathan, yeah. you and I need to also make sure we shout out to All-American Elite Wrestling as being one of the greatest wrestling years I've ever seen on television as a mainstream wrestling event. They're hiring the right people. Act- they... The right writers. That's actually why
7: I didn't call in until 10.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is oh, this thing.
7: <laughs>
1: American <laughs> all Elite Wrestling. Um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, seriously, Chris Jericho is knocking it out of the fucking park, if you're into professional wrestling. He's doing the best and, work
7: of his career at 50-something.
1: <laughs> uh, it, wow. it, 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 it's incredibly good. Uh, the... Uh, they have taken some of the best people from WWF and some of the best people from amateur and backyard. There's a couple backyard wrestlers now that have gigs on this show, um, including wow. one of the guys, he was in a horror film I saw. Uh, so uh, And uh, they, they are also taking a lot of older guys and bringing them back. Like Jake the Snake is actually um, Lance Archer's manager. When uh, Lance Archer mm. is on the show, which is, by the way, if you want to see a wrestler that's off the fucking chain, Lance Archer and this year's Battle Royale, uh was was if you wanted a pay per view event, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> it was he incredibly good. He also did good. some
7: very it got great reviews stuff on tonight's episode.
1: Oh, uh, so uh, it's it's great. So I highly, highly recommend this pro on wrestling.
7: Far none. Wow!
0: But
1: WWF, matter of fact, it actually it's it's now in ratings surpassing WWF on television. So congratulations! It took them a year, but they did it. So and it couldn't happen to a nicer wrestling group of people. I think it's kind of free, because oh, really? now they don't have to pretend it's real. That they can they can do what the fuck they want, and it's a full-on stunt show. It really is.
7: Yes, and I've been, like, having been involved in the independent wrestling scene for, God, longer than I care to admit, it's cool seeing a lot of the guys that you've seen in, like, you know, National Guard armories and high school gyms, like, wrestling their ass off for, like, 200 people, getting a shot yeah. to be on national TV now and That's making awesome. those big bucks and yep. being able to get that kind of exposure.
1: Yeah, the guy, the the guy from Powerbomb, he he had a, a feature on AEW at one point. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's really fucking good. Uh, so, uh, but he, it, it's it's. So I wanted to shout those out. What else do you got in your bag of tricks, Raven?
2: Well, just uh, quickly, I want to mention a podcast that's been keeping my spirits up, uh, called Small Town Dicks. And uh, <laughs> it's this is true crime. It is two twins that are detectives. One uh, is he, his career focuses on crimes against children, and the other one focuses on violent crimes, so they often end up solving cases together. The host of the show is Yardley Smith, who you might know as Lisa Simpson from yep. The Simpsons. Yeah. And so she has a great podcasting voice. She (laughs) She sounds exactly like Lisa Simpson, Um, but she's obviously not saying the same stuff that she would on the show. Uh, And then there's another co-host who doesn't really talk very much. uh, Another female, Um, but this it's really well-crafted. And uh, the first episode I just picked out a random one happened to be about a 13 year old psychopath who had killed his friend. And, uh, Pretended to know nothing about it, and you totally believe him. They have all the confession. They have all the interviews. And it's uh, really creepy how from day one up to the confession, he never seems to have an emotion. And I had to turn on the lights, mm-hmm. <laughs> <But laughs> I highly recommend the show. It's a good go-to-bed podcast or it's a good stay-awake podcast if you already have insomnia. Well, fantastic. Um, We
1: still have plenty of time to talk if we want to. Um, I wanted to shift gears, Raven, and go strictly to films uh, for the last part of the show. Um, But thank you. And if you have any other things, please interject. We can always do some wrap-ups at the end. Um, I wanted to talk about the fall and the reopening of movie theaters, because we started getting films in the theaters again starting in August. And unfortunately, Tenet kind of ruined it for a lot of people in the studio yeah. got, got cold feet when it dropped. It didn't do well. But I was like, why are you pulling a Christopher Nolan movie? It, it dropped Mulan. People would go see that. Hmm. Instead, they put that on Disney+, Plus, which was okay. I wish it was better than it was. Um, you know, if, yeah. if, if Zhang Mu had directed that movie, it would have been awesome. I just want to say that but they didn't use Zhang Zimu. Uh So, uh, <clears throat> yes, he's Chinese. He still would have done a better job. Uh, so uh, it should not have been an American. Uh, but anyway, uh, I digress. But I do want to say I, I got to see a film in the theaters, and I didn't expect to, speaking of Asian cinema, uh, because I, I didn't expect to. My first film in an indoor theater after COVID was Train to Prasad Peninsula. So mm. I got to see the zombie mm-hmm. sequel to Train to Busan, <coughs> which, by the way, isn't really a sequel no, to Train to Busan. No, it's not. It's 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 a more like Escape from New York or something mm. or something along those lines, like a John Carpenter-y Carpentry oh, kind of film, uh, you know. And it's a heist movie on top of it. Um, it's pretty good, though, as an action picture. It's very entertaining. Um, I don't know. I would cool. say it's better than the original, uh, but it, it definitely has its place, and it's not a bad film. It's definitely watchable. anybody else got to see it? Uh-uh.
3: No, uh, I held back. Ah, uh-uh.
1: uh, so um, and then so go ahead.
3: It just looks so different than Train to Busan, like you said. It just the trailer had just it, it does have a completely different vibe.
1: It, it, it's completely different. Um, it, it, it's its own thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, but I, I honestly, I would, enjoy, I would enjoy the universe in any way, shape, or form, and I'd easily revisit it. Uh, but then the next thing I went to go see was a fathom of events. And this was one of the few tours that still happened this summer and in the fall was Akira, the 4K scan of Akira, uh, the Japanese oh! for the anime from the 90s, was touring. And I got yep. to see it um, in the theater on a <laughs> date. <laughs> um, and uh, and I, was, I had never seen Akira on the big screen before. I've seen it many times, but never seen it on the big screen. Oh, wow. And it, it was quite an experience. The four k transfer was amazing. Uh, the music is still good. I, uh, that movie mm-hmm. is wild absolutely wild um and so that was cool so i saw that in the theaters and then i saw last week on a, a breakup date actually um uh, with my oh. you know uh, we 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 saw
2: freaky so fun oh, yeah. movie. did you like
1: it yes i
2: did it,
1: it's God. very i love body swapping
2: comedy <laughs> yeah
1: it, it's totally, totally fun, fun. um I, yeah. I liked Happy Death Day a lot, okay? I thought Happy Death Day yeah. was actually pretty good. Yeah. And and so th- it's got that same light tone to it, even yeah. though there's a lot of horror going on. And it's R-rated, so it's a little gorier than than Happy Death Day, and I think that's actually a good thing. Uh, of course, Vince Vaughn's running around like acting like a teenage girl, which is something I can watch all day. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, so, uh, you know, there, there, it, it ended up being oh, like if John wow. Favreau was directing a horror oh, film, I think this is what it would look like. Um, so Chris Landon, oh, wow. that's the director. Yeah. Um, I really, really, really want him, now that he's had a hit movie, to see if House will uh, do the Happy Death Day third movie. Because we absolutely need a horror uh, film in that series. Yes. We but absolutely do. If anything demanded a sequel, a third sequel, it was definitely the Happy Death Day series. Uh so uh but uh, so I saw freaky. So those are the films that so I saw uh, pretty much any film that I see in the theaters is going to go in my top 10 in January <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't see yeah. very many. Um I did see a couple of 2020 films. I saw uh let's see Host on Shutter, which was uh, that 40-minute uh zoom movie. Forty-five minutes of movie, which was actually pretty mm-hmm. good, uh, very entertaining. Uh, the Lodge, I saw that. Yes. On Hulu, oh, I love that. Uh, that movie is pretty yep. good. Um, yeah. I actually really like that. That movie kind of stuck with me. I don't know about you guys.
3: Me too. It's disturbing.
1: It's really disturbing.
0: <laughs> but...
3: it's, it's very unsettling. There's a lot about it. The thing that you know what imagery st- sticks with me that I, I actually it's crazy to say that they kind of just uh, is always on like the tip of my subconscious is when she goes out into the snow and she's wandering around and the vision of her like the the father priest is in that shed like behind the door waiting on her just that I, something about that I just it's, it's so creepy. <laughs> Yeah. how
1: about the first five minutes of that movie um I without spoiling it, you know i was I saw it two weeks after my husband left me, so you can imagine that was not exactly yeah. the right tone I was going for at that moment in time, but I stuck with the movie, oh, and I'm
7: like do so, figure
1: oh my God, so I was like, no, that's not because anyone was amazing It's a woman writer, right. And that scene yeah. actually was so well done and I could relate to every emotion that she was going through at that moment because I was going through yeah. right then. So good acting, <laughs> good yeah, acting dude. on, you know, and, you know, Jason Isaacs, I mean, it would be hard to have him leave you. I'll just say that. I mean,
0: but.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: But anyway, so I did. So what else? What other movies? New movies? Actually, we've Borat, seen subsequent Borat movie. So talk about the Borat movie. How many of us have seen the Borat movie?
0: Hey,
6: yeah, the daughter stole that movie. She should get an Oscar. Yes,
2: she did. I, I hope she does. Oh my God, she's amazing. <laughs> I want to I cast like her and yep. everything. Like she's, uh, I just want to watch her do improv for like eighty hours straight. She's fantastic
3: since Bill I, I, and Ted came up I think it, it's like
7: very uh, 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 serendipity that both of them involved passing things on to a female generation both uh, yeah. Bill Ted and, I, I, and I, I,
1: I thought about that too and and Samara yeah. Weaving had a couple of good shit, good things happening this year uh, so bravo to Samara Weaving uh, so uh, but yeah, no, Borat was really fun I mean it was it, it's not. I don't know if I can compare it to the first movie because this movie is way more self-aware because people actually recognize yeah. Borat now. As a matter of fact, they right. made jokes about it. Uh, but yeah, I would hope that the Borat movie gets some kind of Oscar recognition. The first one did, um, and I yeah. would say that the, it should get it again. And also, if anybody. Anybody believed a word that Giuliani had to say, I would hope they'd watch this Borat <laughs> film and realize yeah. that the man is a total loser.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my there god, yes. Oh my god, there was I
6: one movie I really there was one movie I really wanted to see and it just disappeared like was Greenland. Because like, I'm a sucker for disaster movies. What happened yeah. to Greenland? The one with Greenland. the comet hitting the earth. I know everyone yeah, it, it looks amazing. It's with uh, Gerard. What's his name? Gerard. Uh...
2: Deppardu. No, no, Gerard Butler. Gerard,
1: uh, Baller, <laughs> Butler. Yeah, Gerard Butler. Yeah, well. Butler. I prefer if it was Deppardu.
0: Hundred percent. It Rotten tomatoes.
6: I don't know where where it is, but I I really wanted to see that movie. Oh, I it's weird. But I hit nothing but bombs. First, I watched The Grudge. The the the, the remake was horrible.
0: Then uh, I watched
6: Fantasy Island, which was like really horrible.
0: And yeah, I, watched I watched
6: three. <laughs> that was really horrible, so I gave up this year. I'm like, I'm not picking any more movies, but I really wanted to see Greenland.
2: <laughs> so this is weird. I'm on the IMDb right now, and it has the release date as December 18th, 2020, USA. It already has over 20,000 votes and is at a 6.3, so it must be out like on the festival circuit somehow. Um, no, or it's abroad.
1: It's in Spain, I Raymond. It, it, re- it had a release oh, okay. date in August in Spain.
2: Okay. That's oh. why so you're reading have you still that. got time. Um, so, yeah, you've still got time before it'll be here, Brian. December 18th, oh, we should get it. Something to look uh,
1: forward to.
7: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Finally. I'll tell you what I saw that I really dug. It was a, a Shudder original called The Mortuary yeah. Collection.
2: Yeah, oh, I awesome. like heard that. great things about that.
7: Clancy that one Brown. was really good. It's a re- it's a really cool anthology that feels old school while kind of taking on new schoolish topics. But what was really cool about that movie, I discovered uh, the Mondo Boys, who re- did the score for it, and they also did one for a movie I haven't seen called uh, I think it's called She Dies Tomorrow. that came out this year. Yeah. But they yeah. Did, they did the score which sounds amazing. But they also wrote original songs for it and got different vocalists to perform on each of them. And there's, there's one song in that movie called Suicide that stayed in my head for literally for weeks. I mean, the songs they wrote for it are incredibly catchy, incredibly good. Like, that's a very good movie with an absolutely fucking epic soundtrack. Nice.
0: Excuse me. Yeah,
7: it is. Certainly. Today tell you something else Shudder did that was really good was right around Halloween, they released an animated creep show special. Two, it was two stories. It was two, um, two Stephen King stories, I think. It was, I know one of them was. I'm not quite sure about that. One knows, was Joe Hill. The, oh, what? Is that it? Okay. That, that yeah, really one was my King, confusion. one was Hill. Sorry. Yeah, uh, it was Survivor uh, Type and uh, Tweeting from the Circus of the Dead. Yeah, both yeah, of which were phenomenal. Like if they, I would love for them to just give me an, a series of animated shows like that. I would be a happy yeah. camper 'cause because that was awesome.
2: Be great. Yeah, they've been rocking it. Shutter's been great. Uh,
1: Shutter is it's one of my favorite things. Period. I mean, I, I I will tell you, I sometimes just turn it on randomly and see what's playing on the live feed, and I saw Tenebrae again because of that. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so. Which is a movie I will watch anytime.
2: Uh,
1: So uh, you know, their
2: their curation of their live channels is really impressive and thoughtful. It's not just like them repeating ten movies from their catalog, like some live channels will do. Um, And that sixty days of Halloween they just did was great.
1: Some of Joe Bob's uh, choices were hit or miss this year. I think um, this season like, as movies, but I still just to have Joe Bob on on Fridays and watching a couple movies with yeah. him is, is worth it, and Darcy is so good, and I love that Darcy is much She's more so much of a fun. season hands-on with it than, yeah. you know, because she actually knows a lot, too, and actually she knows, knows a more lot. about... Oh, she does, uh, and yeah. she knows about Italian horror better than... Yes. I agree with her almost every time about Italian horror. Movies. And, Me too. and Joe Me Bob knows. know shit about italian more or war. so um you know he knows the redneck stuff he's got that shit yeah. down right i horror not so much uh so i i, I, I it, it makes me happy and i hope we get more fulci coming up and i can't wait for the christmas special so i'm yeah gonna definitely you can never have it. too much fulci no, yeah. never, never, never have too much Fulci. Volgy was a surprise uh, uh, hero of the madness because I had no idea how many nature tropes are in a ho- in a uh, Fulci movie. All of them have shit. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Like weather and bugs and and spiders and of course zombie versus shark. Uh, you know, I was like, yeah, zombie versus shark is still the best.
7: But uh, but uh, you know.
1: But, I don't uh, know. Anyway, the I the off. maggot
7: the maggot storm in Gates of Hell is pretty cool.
1: Well that's that's the one that I was watching with the maggot storm. Um, I, I, I I turned it on and that was playing on shutter and I watched it and I was like, Oh my god, there's fog and a star and a storm. Speaking of which, um, one of the things that's been getting me through movie-wise is I've been doing first watches of a lot of things, and normally it would be I would save them for repo nerds, but lately I've been using it as therapy, Um, and so I saw the, and some of these films are films that I should have seen were on my shame list that I should have seen for a long time. One was The Fog by John Carpenter, the original. I had never seen it. Uh, Oh! even though I knew everything about it because it takes place in Point Ray station, which is where I used to live. So I was like, Oh my God, I know all these places that they're shooting at, you know, and, and you know, and Adrian Marbo's in it and Tom Atkins sleeps with Jamie Curtis. You know, uh, you know, I, I, I it's so funny. Cause I was like, Oh, I bet you Tom Atkins is going to get to bag Jamie Curtis. And sure enough, there you go. Know, he bags Jamie Curtis. Uh, so he's uh,
6: Tom fucking Atkins.
1: I know. Right. Um, I hadn't seen that. I saw Citizen Kane for the first time.
5: I saw that
1: the, oh, I, wow. I saw that on the Sunday after um, a Biden was confirmed to be the president-elect when he took Pennsylvania. So I saw that, and it was kind of perfect. It's exactly, oh, my God, has things not changed one fucking bit when it comes to politics in some ways? Because that story, if, if Trump was smarter, that would have been his story. Even to the point where,
5: well,
1: may, where yeah. Citizen Kane, oh, no. he, he actually was fraud at the polls, even to that point. Um, oh, yeah. It, 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 and it, I know it's about William Randolph Hearst, but really, m- media moguls are still the same assholes they've been since the fucking 30s. What the fuck? Um, so <laughs> there's that. So I saw that for the first time. Uh, I saw the uh uh the Czechoslovakian Alice in Wonderland for the first time a film I John loved, uh, yeah, Sean love Shan yes, John meyer is one of my favorite love. directors, and I had not seen that one oh. uh, so, that was, uh,
2: does not compute <laughs> I know um, usually he's people's favorite oh. directors because of that. <laughs> no,
1: I saw lunacy first that's which awesome is
2: brilliant
1: um, yeah it is. and, and his spouse which is also brilliant. Uh, so uh, I saw those first before I saw Alice. So, um, wow. but no, Lunacy is one of my favorite horror films.
0: Uh, I I, I awesome. recommend
1: Lunacy to a lot of people because it's just so fucking good. And the writing is just incredible on that one. It's not just the visuals in that one because he's very, very right. visual. But he also, for sure, like, the Edgar Allan Poe references, and you know the Marquis de Sade references, which Nathan and I are huge fans of Marquis de Sade. Uh, you know, so yeah, Oops. all that all that kinky. stuff. Is good. It is a kinky, it is a kinky one. Um, so um, <laughs> let's see, what else did I say? I'm I adding that. this movie to my list. list. Yeah, um, <laughs> Sisters. I saw that for the first time. The Brian De Palma movie. Never seen that with Margot Kenner. Um So I okay, that umbrellas of schoenberg i just saw Oof, that i've like never one. seen that <laughs> huh, you didn't li- dirty, don't like but it but i think the music
2: the music is really hard for me to listen to like no one can uh. sing uh so i had to turn down the singing but uh it was a cute story and i like the color palette <laughs> that's <about laughs> it's it.
1: okay it reminded me of la la land a lot a lot of like like yeah, I can see that. I can and see falling that. Short.
2: Lots of strolling.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: strolling through but, the street.
1: <laughs> however, Catherine Deneuve singing to you, "I love you, I love you." Oh my God, I would. Uh, that's just like hard to take, uh, you know. And, and I mean that in a good way because it's Catherine Deneuve saying that to you. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Uh, so I saw that for the first time. So I've been watch that's how I've been coping with pandemic recently is watching a lot of new movies I've never seen before or movies I've seen told me and haven't.
7: Sho- the one you told me that shocked me was Sorority House Massacre.
1: Yeah, I never I was s- shocked. I had- that was
7: the first time I watched.
1: No, Slumber Party
2: Massacre. Slumber Party Massacre, excuse me. It was Slumber, Slumber. Party Massacre. Yeah. Wait, I watched oh, that back by the way. Lumber uh-huh. Party Massacre That's is what, streaming right on Criterion right now because That's they have a fear of horror category. Yeah. Um one event it, Criterion itself besides it's Shudder have been great for getting the fuck out of pandemic mode.
1: Oh um, god, they showed long weekends. Highly I I recommend, recommend weekend. it. <laughs> Yeah, um humanoids from yeah. the deep. I just saw that for nice. the first time. Uh oh. I saw th- <laughs> that's a good I I saw it back to back with Summer Party Massacre, so that was kind of an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But they're both speaking of directors. Criterion.
7: Yeah. Speaking of Criterion, one, one of the good things that happened this year was I got I moved into a new place and with it came a new larger T V than I've ever owned and I just bought the Criterion Godzilla collection. Perfect. So the first thing I watched yeah. on that, I marathoned hmm. that whole thing, and that was quite an experience. That was fun. Uh, and anyone that who box, set that box set is gorgeous. Like kaiju, it's amazing. Uh, I the really only, wanted the it. Only thing, <laughs> the, okay. the only drawback to that box set is it doesn't have the dub the dubbed versions, and clearly the subtitle versions are the you know superior movie. I grew up watching them on American TV, so I've seen the dubbed versions a billion times, so they're, that's kind of part of their charm. So huh. sometimes <laughs> I don't want to watch yeah. cinema. I want to watch a flick. You know what I mean? So I wish it had both.
1: So let me ask you, yeah. now that you've rewatched them as an adult, Nathan, in, in, in one sitting, mm-hmm. what is the best one and what is the wor- weakest one?
7: Oh, my God. Um, I'll answer Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, All cool. monsters attack is probably the best one. No. <laughs> I heard up there and and just the and the first um King Ghidorah. Uh, mm-hmm. Ghidorah the three headed monster was actually. That's title. my favorite. That's also it's Gidra
1: favorite. the three headed no, monster, which no, is no, that, that's my favorite by far. So
7: that, that anyway. and All Monster Attack might are probably tied for the best. Worst Oh lord! Um, Godzilla oh, weakest, God.
1: not worst, because there's nothing, no, there's no wrong CoHo Godzilla, Godzilla movies ever. <laughs> <laughs>
7: can I can, can I can I count the one with Matthew Broderick?
0: Yes, you can count <laughs> the one with Matthew Broderick.
7: Definitely, it's weakest. the only choice. Yeah,
1: right?
7: Yeah, it's that's an, it's the an easy answer, but it's it's the uh, obvious one for a reason.
1: I don't like the Godzilla versus King Kong from the sixties. Actually, I think it's a little dull. That's Miley's favorite, um, but
4: I'm gonna want... high five.
1: Yeah, well, the once one again... where they rip
4: off the Matrix, where the aliens are doing the, uh, the oh, Final Wars! I bullshit. love Final Wars. Oh, oh, you can't oh, turn on Final
1: Wars.
4: Oh, terrible! <laughs>
1: oh.
4: So boring. For fuck's like sake, it. they go at least twenty-five, thirty-five Nine minutes without a, a fucking kaiju. That's, well, that's... that's no, that's not why I came here.
2: <laughs> that was directed by R- R- Roy Kupmeru, who
1: directed Versus and Azumi. Uh, I like Versus. Yeah, I love is pretty Versus pretty good. I
2: saw that in the theater. It was awesome. At Clinton Street Theater, oh, that's actually. Great. He also
1: did Midnight Meat Train, which was a Clive Barker
7: adaptation. Oh, Oh, speaking of which, let me ask you guys, when I was looking back on 2020 horror movies to try and remember what I'd seen this year, I noticed there's a new Books of Blood movie. Have any of you seen it? Yeah,
2: not yet. Not yet. It's in my queue on Hulu. Uh, I've heard really good things about production. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know I've that had come it, out. It, I'm like I'm a huge Black Marker guy. I have gotta see that. It's I
3: I I liked it, but um I don't expect many. I liked it for what it was, but it's not a. I didn't walk out of it saying uh, that is reminiscent to. The experience I had with the actual Books of Blood. If uh, if you're able to separate that and not get your expectations too high, there is cool production, and and it works as a kind of anthology. But it also came out, or at least I saw it the same weekend I saw the Mortuary Mortuary Collection, and that was just so much better as just an anthology film. But uh, one I want to mention... Is Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor. That is, did anyone else see that? I heard of it. I haven't seen it.
1: Everyone says it's the unsung horror film of 2020's Possessor.
3: It's my favorite movie of any genre this year. It is pretty much the next. Uh, I think it's you can rent it VOD now. Um, Okay. But it is, it's, it's, if you've seen Videodrome or Existence, it's pretty much maybe the next logical step with technology. Um it feels very much like his dad's work but also feels like antiviral. And it's it's very um uh, it's very bleak. But it's it's just you've got this whole political assassination by means of technology kind of thing that is grown you know, feels like some of work. Google
5: right now. But,
3: yeah. Loved it. Check it out if you can. Added to I'll- the
7: list. <laughs>
1: You should also add to the list, and i got to get this in because we're starting to run late tonight. Um, I mentioned the stylist got in the can in, in February, right, before COVID. It dropped, it premiered at Fantastic Fest in the United States on the virtual Fantastic Fest, and then it play, It opened at uh, Sitka's in Spain and Fright Fest in England. And Fry Fest in England was actually the big deal because a little company called Arrow Video picked it up and gave us full distribution. Nice. So, right so the stylist is going to be coming to a VOD near you. We're going to have a limited theatrical release, <laughs> whatever that looks like. Who knows? Right uh, on. <laughs> Um, so it's going to go to too. VOD, and there will what be a, a great company
2: movie. to have picked too. Oh like, my Arrow God. is the perfect company. It's right here, here. Perfect for that.
1: company for, for my first actual feature
2: yeah. uh, film. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's oh so my really God. sweet.
1: Uh, and, uh, you know, this is the first time I've ever had my name on a credits of a movie that actually has real distribution. <laughs> right. So I'm like, it's woo-hoo! a great movie yeah um good pretty good it's definitely exactly the kind of horror films i like i like to make like or want to be made very female centric and very you know it's it's cool um and but yeah. yet it has that little twist of the seventies maniac in there which I really like also it is. uh yeah, so uh, it's cool. Uh, so congratulations to Jill for getting her film distributed. I mean, it really Yay. is her baby. I just, I'm just the associate producer, but you know, I, you know, the money was there for her and she needed it, and that was what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm good. I, I'm, the producers are very good at saying yes and no at the same time, by the way.
7: Uh, <laughs>
1: so, but well I'm And now for excited. your next
7: trick, say your last name.
1: Yeah, Arrow <laughs> is gonna be. Their Blu-ray releases are better than sometimes the movies on the Blu-rays. I mean, they, yeah. they go into great commentary oh, yeah. tracks and great extras. Yeah. So to have an Arrow Video copy of The Stylist, go buy that shit because it's gonna be wild. yeah for sure. So I uh, yeah. so yay woo. So that was I had to make sure I said some of The Stylist uh, this year that it dropped uh, and, and and I I couldn't be more more excited. I feel like a proud mom. You know what I yeah. say? Like, like you know, watching sure. it, it, it's like you know, cause you know, it, it's just watching my friends like grow and become great artists and filmmakers on their own. Right? I was talking with Nathan about this when we first met. Uh, you know, he I was just a little bit podcaster. He had a little bit of cred, and Richard had just made his first movie. And now look at this. Richard's made three movies. Uh, Nathan's in two of them. <laughs> yeah. I have two films out. And uh, the second you know, one will
7: probably be out before the end of the year.
1: Yeah. It, 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 it's incredible. Like, they're, 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 like all of us have come a long way. And as terrible as COVID has been, there's been a lot of positive stuff in the end I can look out and be thankful for. And one of them is you guys, all of you on this. On Ew. This. I love um, it. <laughs> the, the, the podcast, <laughs> even though I had to hang Aww. it up for a little while, that you're still there and you're still willing to talk and listen to me bullshit for two hours um, <laughs> is really flattering. I, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, I you. hope that I don't know what this is going to look like in the future. We'll we'll talk about if we go into try to attempt to see seven seven next year. We don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> well, no matter what, we will do a countdown episode because we have to. It's just how things work. But we will come back. <laughs> In December for a Christmas episode. And I believe I'm going to put it <laughs> right opposite on. of the Wonder Woman release. So oh, cool. So it'll probably be the week before Christmas. Um, we'll we'll do a Christmas episode and talk about Marv, uh, DC Comics and comic adaptations, if we want Yay. to do something for Christmas. Right. So, right.
7: Yep, yeah, go ahead. Can, can I Who, say something on that note? Yep. Yeah? <laughs> um, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War was a great movie to come out this year. Yeah, it yeah. was, actually. Glad you said that. Yeah, that was an awesome... That, that, that was, and like, it's that not done, seriously right? I mean, It's such dark. a reason for an, another follow-up, right? Do what? And it it's just sets up a teaser for a huge follow-up, right? I mean, it's exciting. I, yeah, it's... Like, that was... DC kills it. With their um, with their animated movies, that one honestly oh, that. might be my favorite one. <laughs> wow. Where,
1: where can you watch opposite it? Opposite of what they've done with their live action films. HBO <laughs>
7: Max. They own it. HBO
1: yeah. Max. Damn it, HBO Max. Like I can't even watch. I've watched one episode of the new Harley Quinn show because I don't have HBO. Oh. So, and I would watch the whole Aww. fucking thing. We got our first legend yeah, kiss fun. on an animated film. With with. With Harley Quinn and She-Ra had one, by the way. So there, we didn't even talk uh, about the final season of She-Ra, which was phenomenal. You know. uh, binge that shit. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, there's so much. There, like I said, there was so much good. And there's still some more good. We got Wonder Woman coming up. We have, in, in early January, the, the final season of Sabrina. Uh, you know, yeah. Orville is going to start shooting again. Uh you
5: Expand. Know, Great.
1: Uh, Expanse having its final season. Uh, Expanse, right? Yeah, the. Expanse. Uh, what, yeah. What I think else? there's.
7: I think they get two more.
1: Two more, two more. Well, oh. either way, think, it's going to go out on a high note, which is great. Yeah, whatever, that show, it, it deserves more love than it gets. <laughs> I think the Expanse is surprisingly good, uh, and uh, but, you know, there's there's a lot to look forward to. So, and tomorrow we'll be there for it.
2: What tomorrow? What? Pluto TV, MST3K, Turkey Day Day Marathon, every year, every year. Do it tomorrow. Shout TV, Shout Factory also has it. YouTube YouTube. has it on the free, um, on their MST3K official channel for free. It's free, it's something to do all day, and it's always hilarious, and the segments are always new. I'm just just whenever um, you I wake. think it's noon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's 10 a.m. on the West Coast. Yeah, so. Okay. Uh, and also,
1: look for me on another podcast. I've been invited to be on the Feminine Critique again. Usually, I uh, for a Christmas stocking stuffer episode. Usually, I'm doing the Christmas prints with uh, Rose MacIver, but this time I got to choose the movie, and we're doing, get this, Santa Jaws. So, look for that nice. in the next couple weeks. Um, That's to see a big if, movie. yeah. movie. So, I love that movie. I've already seen it three times, so I'm going to watch it again,
7: too. Uh, <laughs>
1: so, uh, anyway, so all this. one of the so best into.
7: banned shark movies of the last month. We
1: saw so many shark <laughs> the movies. The last 30
4: days. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and,
1: and, and that was the other thing. The Madness was a, a delight this year, and I've i, I, I seen <laughs> really so was. many shark movies so that I can now podcast about them on other people's podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I know that much about yeah. shark movies. So anyway, folks, I thank you all for going. We're out of shark. time, ladies and gentle witches. Uh, we'll come back probably the week at, week before Christmas and do our Christmas Wonder Woman 1984 episode. Um, talk about DC Universe um, and every version of Wonder Woman because I the animated version of Wonder Woman Yay. is phenomenally good. Um, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we will be back then. In the meantime, folks, hold on to your butts. 2020 is not over yet. Please wear a mask. Uh, uh, be safe. Nathan, I'll see you tomorrow. Um, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And thank you all for being on the show. We're going to leave tonight with my favorite rap song of 2020, and it was Eminem of all people having. Uh, he's oh, actually nice. kind of back, and the song is called "Get This." He put
7: out a record in 2020.
1: Yes, he did. He dropped a record in 2020, <laughs> and this is called Godzilla. Good night, everyone. Blessed be and good no, film no, hunting.
0: Good night. You're a
1: monster. I can
8: swallow up, bottle up, a bottle of alcohol and I feel like Godzilla. Better hit the deck like the cardilla. My whole squad's in here walking around the party. A cross between a zombie a apocalypse and bambamita. Brain healing, which is probably the same reason I wrestle with maniacs ADs hey. in this bitch. I'm positive. consider it to too posse, cost me a the mistake if they sleeping on me. Hope that are getting insomnia,
0: ADHD, hydroxy, cut That's the capacity. Hey. A-A with an AK melee Finish that hits like a playdate Better vacate Pre-treats like a vacate Mayday This beat is cray-cray Ray J-H-A-H-A-H-A Laughing all the way to the bank I spray flames They cannot tame or placate The monster You get in my way I'ma feed you to the Monster I'm normal during the day But I night like to do a Monster When the moon shines Like Ice World Trucker I look like a villain Out of those blockbusters a monster. Monster. monster Blood on the dental. It's so many
8: things that piss them off. It's impossible to list them off. And in the midst of all this, I'm in a mental hospital with a crystal ball. Trying to see what I feel we like this tomorrow. Risk blood all whisper my the wall, drawn. This is just a song that go stick hey. on. You just pull the pistol on the guy with the missile launcher. I'm hey. just a lock, that's a mythological. Quick to tell a bitch you off like a fit of vodka. When you twist the top of the bottle, I'm a monster. monster. You get in my way, I'ma feed you to the monster. Heat. I'm normal during the day, but at night you to a monster. monster. When the moon shines like Ice World Trucker, I look like a villain out of those blockbusters. I'm a monster, Blood on the dance floor.
5: admire these chicks are spazzing out i only get more handsome and flyer i got them passing out like what you do when you handsome someone flyer and what goes around comes around just like the blades on the chainsaw because i caught but my dollars stacked right off the bat like a baseball Like kidding, bitch, I got them racks with so much ease That they call me Diddy Cause I make fans and I call getting cheese a cakewalk yeah. Yeah. Bitch, I'm a player I'm too motherfucking
8: stingy for share Won't even lend you an ear Ain't even pretending to care But I tell the bitch I'm Mary of a Face of my genital area The original Richard Ramirez, Christian ramirez Cause my lyrics never sit well So they wanna give me the chair Like a paraplegic and it's scary Call it Harry carry Cause every time I'm digging Harry Carry. I'm marrying a motherfucking dictionary I'm swearing up and down can spit this shit hilarious It's time to put these bitches in the obituary column We wouldn't see I-I with a staring problem, get the shaft like a staring problem. Drink a happy pack key for the black angel half of of the bad beats. People well, that means take a back seat, take a back some fat beats. With a maxi single Look at my rap sheet, would attract these people. This is my gangster bitch like a patchy, With a catchy jiggle out that kitchen. You better got a half feet cheeto.
0: Uh, oh, what the fuck? Mike? Em, is that you? Oh. I mean, please, man, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Fuck.
8: Fillin' with the venom and eliminate. Mother words I'm an immatem I don't want to hurt him but I did in a denim A Venidage I'm murdering to nobody will have been a can limit jump with the fucking body feel like I'm obliterating. Every single generator rinna get him and then make anybody who wants it with a penny Don't nobody want it, but they're gonna get it anyway. I'm again to feel like I'm mentally illuminating a killer, be killed, I'm a killer be the vanilla gorilla. You're bring the killer within me out of me. You don't wanna be the enemy of the demon who the enemy of being receiving enemy. What's the pity? It'd be every bit of me is the epidemic. When I'm in the vicinity, motherfucker, you better duck. You 'cause you're gonna be dead in the minute you're an enemy. A hundred percent. of You use a fifth of a percent of me. A motherfucker finish, you bitch, I'm available. You wanna battle, I'm available. I'm low, I'm like an inflatable. I'm undebatable, I'm unavoidable, I'm inevitable, I'm, I'm, I'm on the toilet wall, I got a channel. I'm on again, I'm painful. I'm not afraid of. Man, stop. Look what I'm planning.
0: <laughs> I hope everybody having a good day. Um, hope everybody accomplish something significant. Even, even even if you didn't accomplish anything significant, don't be discouraged. Just aim to accomplish something significant tomorrow and the next day. And so on. Um, if anybody's going through anything... I I hope and I pray that you get through it and
3: just know that you do have the strength to get through whatever the fuck you're going through, no matter what it is.